Yep. Now, since we ain't got no new Kanye album, unfortunately, what we have to do for this podcast is listen to this old song and act like it's new. So let's uh, act like <laughs> you know. What you, you know what you should have played? You should play that dumpy freestyle from Drake. Yeah. Dissing Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, we're all listening to the album, so we can't diss him. This is probably the greatest intro to a song of all time. This song is why I still have faith in Kanye, man. This song is really a me- well until it gets to the verse. Even though it was Drake and Cuddy, ultimately. Well, yeah, but Drake never Drake never had a song this great. Okay, and Drake got Ghost Riders too. So I don't want to hear shit from Drake talking about I roll shit for you when he got writers himself. And Kid Cudi, you know, yeah, Kid not, Cudi. And, and see, the big thing is not the writers. The big thing is the whole, um, the, um, the, ver- uh, the, the, uh, what you call it? The, the song that comes, the reference track. Yes. Yeah. To me, that's more of a bigger deal than actually having writers. Because I think everybody pitch into a, a hit song at some point. But if you got like a whole reference track of somebody random yeah. rapping the same thing, you one of your hit songs, to me, I don't know. It mm. might be. Well, I think reference tracks and writing kind of go hand in hand, honestly. Not like really. usually if, when a song is written for somebody, the reference track goes along with it. This is especially true in R&B songs. Uh, I mean... No, I mean, if you look at it, look at it this way, if we was in here uh, trying to come up with a song, I'm trying to help you write a song. Yeah. And uh, I'm just sitting here kind of spitballing and saying, hey, say this or yeah, no, say I get that. You. That's not really a bit because a lot of rappers do that. Yeah. It, that happened often. But if I'm rapping a song on a beat and uh, I'm rapping the way I'm rapping it and give it to you and you got to rap it exactly like how I'm rapping it. Yeah. To me, that's a little worse than me, you know, giving you some tips or feeding you a couple lines. That's true. But I mean, a lot of people are still guilty of that. Beyonce, Mm. number one. Mm. (laughs) A lot of people get reference tracks, but I I do get you. It is kind of. And it's not really that big of a deal in R&B. It's basically, mm -hmm. but her, the Migos song was the Migo song came that out was, after that too. That was yeah. that song. Yeah. yeah. So generally it just comes down to you're taking somebody else's song. Yeah. But I mean it's just you, a little weird in rap though. Yeah. And rap that people, you know, actually not writing their verses. Cause that was the one thing people bragged about having the best verse or I wrote this and Yep. So yeah. Different rules now, man. The funniest reference track of all time was notorious B. I. G. rapping Queen Bitch by Lil' Kim. <laughs> when I heard that, I was rolling because he was saying all the freaky nat- <laughs> Like, he didn't change any of the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. He would rap that shit word for word. Yeah. It was nasty. <laughs> but, yeah. We got to hear Lil, uh, Lil Yachty's uh, reference Oh, tracks man, I'm good City on that. <laughs> <laughs> Real yeah, ass I bitch. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to hear that, <laughs> man. He could, they could keep that, they could keep that in the vault. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, let's introduce the podcast as we always do. This is of course the gems and juice podcast, Kanye less new album version, but fuck it. Um, so here's the deal with that whole album. It was supposed to come out on Friday. We waited a little bit to see if it was going to drop. It didn't drop. So by the time you listen to this podcast, it might already be out. He's dropping his shit apparently on Sunday and niggas got to work and shit. So we ain't going to wait for this 
bipolar schizophrenic ass nigga to drop this album we tried we tried to give y'all what y'all want but y'all gotta wait until next week to hear the it, uh, it the might whole. be it might work out pretty good because we can actually listen and absorb know. it yeah that's instead true instead of you know just off a of first listen yeah because we might sit here oh yeah it's a classic and oh yeah and then next week it was like ah oh, nah it really wasn't that good but some I, go ahead i think i'm out I would be easy. I think I'm too critical of Kanye right now to be like, it's a classic. Like, if it's good, then I'm going to say it's good. I'm not going to be quick to b- jump on the, the wave because I, I, I got to hear good music from Kanye. I have to. What if it had a really dope Travis Scott song on it? That don't mean that it's, it's a classic. <laughs> that don't mean it's a classic. Everything's a classic or trash now immediately in 2019, yeah. by the way. There's no in-between. Yeah. So either you, it's a classic you, or trash. You see that doctor dude already like, oh, yeah, it was just amazing, spiritual-wise. <laughs> yeah, let, let's go ahead and listen to that real quick because this is the only review we got the album. So for people who didn't hear yet, um, Kanye West apparently debuted the album in a theater in Detroit on Friday night. Um, I don't know how people got admission to this. I don't know. I, I guess the tickets were on. I don't know. <laughs> the tickets were on Ticketmaster, though. It mm-hmm. was at Fox Theater around 8 p.m. Eastern time or whenever. And this nigga's review, like Dr. Eddie Connor, is the only review we have so far of the <laughs> album. So let's 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 take his. his. Hey, hey, y'all. Uh, just heard the Kanye album right here at the Fox Theater. It's, it's incredible. Spiritually, sonically, soulfully, Kanye is, uh, he's back, y'all. Um, he's featuring Fred Hammond. Got the clips on there. Both brothers. Both Even got Kenny G. Both brothers. Uh, incredible <laughs> album is what I can say. Shout out to Kanye. So apparently Kanye's back. Yeah, it's yeah, it's important to say he got both brothers. It is. <laughs> it's funny. It's not just push the T. It's w- clips. When you say clips, that what the fuck? Nobody says yeah. <laughs> clips. Just talking about one brother. One brother. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's interesting. Very interesting that uh, Malice is back. I guess Malice is okay rapping on spiritual God songs. Yeah, maybe it's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's wild. Do you think Pusha T came with the crack raps? It, it, I, I think so. Nine <laughs> times out of ten, I think he did, man. He, um, yeah, some type of minivan <laughs> taking the doors <laughs> off the the panels off the doors, <laughs> going to DC type of rap. Talking about he might mix it in with some coke metaphors, like my refrigerator so white niggas think it's ho- holy or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. He might be trying to mix in the white holy Jesus thing yeah. with Selling some crack that Jesus crap. That's yes. why I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I gotta hear it. I'm uh, uh, well. A little bit of a clip leaked out of, um, I guess, some guy who was there. I'm a little bit worried. I didn't hear a beat drop. I just heard some melodies and Kanye singing about God. So I'm a little bit nervous. You think um, it's that gospel album? No, it's definitely a gospel album. Okay. We we just got to chalk that up, but it, that don't mean it's bad. Yeah. Like I said, Chance the Rapper dropped a dope gospel album. I guess if you want to call it a gospel album, <laughs> but I, I think it's possible to to make a good album because Kanye. I mean, look, he has good spiritual songs. Yeah. yeah. So if it's a whole that's, album of that, that's it. That's the space he's in right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> we we will review that for you guys and have that uh, prepared next week. Um, I am interested in seeing how it rolls out, but I'm too. I'm I'm interested to see him go from Jesus to God as King. 
Well, there has been a bit of a transition between there. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, title-wise, like, just just you considered yourself Jesus at one point in time, and now God is king. So I'm just interested to see. Um, I don't know. I'm really skeptical about this whole project, honestly. Yeah. Honestly. So you you mentioned this, too. Do you think that this is just being used as a tactic to redeem Kanye, or do you think that is genuine and how he really feels and like uh figgy said the space he's in right now um i think that he's genuinely feeling this way but i think it wouldn't be kanye if he didn't capitalize off of it because that's what he's done his entire career from the pink polo and the backpack to True. now so why wouldn't he be capitalizing off of it that's what that's why i'm skeptical about it because it's one thing if that's how you really feeling but i don't really play with god like that and i don't think i don't find that cool Especially, you know, just his history, his track record. Like, I, I appreciate if that's really the space he's in. And it seems like because he's been, like, to himself and this is kind of his his wave right now. But I guess for the public, I guess more so for the public, I don't want the public to make this a wave when it's something that he's really spiritually feeling. Like, I don't want the public to make this a this a um, trend when it's not a trend. God is not a trend. Like That's true. You know? Well, I, okay. Fair point. But... Do you think in the grand scheme of things, that's really a bad thing um, for love of God to become a trend? Because no, I'm not spiritual. but Yeah, no, I don't think it's bad at all. But I don't if you truly believe it, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a difference from you just saying it and singing it and rapping words like lyrics. And then you really believe in it. So if I, I don't mind it being a trend at all, if that's what you truly believe in, like you're into you're into it, not just because Kanye put you on you like God now because of Kanye that's cool, but if you really love God, too, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I guess I should tread lightly here. I get what, you, I get what you you're know, saying. Like, I get, like, you have to believe yeah. it in your heart. Yeah, like, yeah. that's it's one thing to truly believe in, it, and it's one thing to, like, just be going through the motion. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like some public is just going through the motion because it's Kanye. But Kanye himself is actually experiencing these things. You know, he's yeah. actually going through this himself or he's actually, you know, on a different level and it has another connection with God than he may not have had this past year that we've seen. I get that point <laughs> and I think you're right. But in the grand scheme of things, too, I wonder, like I said, if that's really a bad, even if people are faking the funk yeah. of loving Jesus I think that's better. This is going to sound corny, but I think it's true. That's better than somebody faking the funk like they a drill rapper living that life or faking the funk like mm. you a, a stripper having a hot girl summer when you really not. <laughs> like maybe of all trends in hip hop, this wouldn't be the worst if people yeah. are faking it. Kind of yeah. like that whole thing. N.W.A. had beef with a lot of the uh, early 90s rappers because that whole Afrocentric, you know, return to the motherland, black positivity music was going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Easy e and them thought that was fake because it's like, you know, we know y'all. Y'all ain't really on that tip. Y'all just doing it because it's popular. Mm -hmm. I agreed with that, but I also thought, like, was that really that bad <laughs> yeah. compared to gangster rap, honestly? Yeah. So I don't know. Fake positivity is better to me than fake negativity. So yeah, maybe I it's see. just me. Yeah. Um, I forgot fucking ain't even interested in podcasts correctly, man. Of oh, course. Yeah, <laughs> they know <laughs> who we are. Yeah, y'all know who we are. But I wanted to shout you out real quick, Figgy, uh, on all social media platforms at the Figgy Fig, by the way. This man is uh doing a Jay-Z retirement now. 
Wait where a he's acting like he's retired, oh. but he's jumping on, doing oh, new yeah. tracks, putting new material out, man. When the album coming, bro? Oh, man, I, there ain't no album coming. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm doing Andre 3000. <laughs> <laughs> Might appear every other year or something, but... Nah, nah. You, you did that dope uh, uh, remix of Gin and Juice because uh, for people who didn't see, uh, Snoop Dogg showed up at the latest Texans game in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. In the locker room. And he was in the locker room. Bill O'Brien. Brian shouted him out on the uh, one of his shows on Texans Radio as well. That's so fun. I yeah. love Snoop. I want to meet him so bad. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was wondering, too, because I kind of feel like he's, no matter who won that game, he would have been in the locker room celebrating with them. Really? Yes. Yeah, I, thought, I can see that. It's funny because I thought that was a little weird, him being from L.A. I know it's the Chargers, but... Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, it's weird that he's kicking it with the Houston Texans. Yeah. You know, in L.A. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, he ain't really, you know, maybe he don't rock with the Chargers like that. No, nah, I think he's from he just, L.A. So, like I said, I think he would have been in whichever victorious locker room oh, really? there was. Oh, okay. yeah. I, see, I thought you were saying Houston, no matter what. Nah, okay. nah, nah. Yeah. Whoever won the game, kind of like how Lil Wayne was at the Dallas Mavericks uh, <laughs> oh, championship yeah. party in yeah. Miami, I believe it was, or maybe in Dallas. I can't remember where it was, mm-hmm. but he was there at the party. Yeah, he was rooting for Miami <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, and I yeah. think Snoop because Snoop is Snoop. He go to the they locker room whenever he wants. So why, why, yeah. why? That's true. And he's a Steelers <laughs> fan too. He Who? Like, uh, Snoop. Oh yeah, Snoop. He is. Yeah. yeah. So I guess he ain't got no. I guess horse in the race. Allegiance, really. So he just you know kind of kicking it. Not yeah. the Lakers. That's a different story for him. Yeah, he's diehard Lakers. Yeah. yeah, he don't fuck with anybody else. I think he hates the Clippers. That's the only team I think he really don't like is the Clippers. Yeah. Him and Ice Cube hate the Clippers. You yeah, you don't get people from L.A. That's, that like the Clippers and Lakers. Yeah. yeah. You, it's one or the other. I wonder why. Like, why does it matter? Like, it's still your city. Yeah. I, I think ahead. if they get to the championship, I think they'll all be there celebrating, too. I don't. Uh, Laker fans are different, man. Really? Laker fans are different. <laughs> Mm. I think if the Clippers win a championship, the Laker fans will be like, okay, win eight more, then we could talk. They probably you know, so, yeah. That's how they are. They are diehard. They're not going to switch teams. They might, they're probably going to watch the games, but I don't think they're going to actively root for the Clippers just because they're from L.A. But that's just what I see from Lakers yeah, fans. I don't know. It could be, yeah. But anyway, fuck all that, man. We got a whole yeah. lot to talk about. Jasmine, how are you, by the way, on all social media platforms at Chitty Chitty Base as well? How yeah, you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm good. Travis Scott released his uh, festival, yes. so got to get my tickets. Pay double to see the same I'm show not. you already seen. It's going to be better, and y'all know y'all want to go, so why don't we all go? Yeah, I ain't going to pay $300 for a ticket, though. It's, Which I one paid you 100 for Jay. And he really? the greatest, yes. Um, re- hmm. At ACL. Oh, okay, okay. And that was the whole show, not just Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. For ACL? Yeah. Golly, they done, man, they've gone mm-hmm. up, huh? Yeah. 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 Festival was pretty trendy now, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm super excited. I think it's just going to be bigger. It's going to mm. be way bigger than last year because of the wave of last year. So yeah. I'm excited to see who, like the lineup. I'm not even, I don't even care. I know you don't. <laughs> Cause he's going to perform regardless mm-hmm. and I'm going to fly. It's going to be great. Well, at least you saved money because Chris Brown tickets went on Groupon for 25 you- bucks. So First of all, <laughs> you know, 
There are several other concerts on Groupon as well. No, I know, yeah, old other washed up rappers. <laughs> wow. So Chris, two short tickets were on there too. Chris Brown tickets. I mean, Chris Brown is not the only person on that tour. Tory Lanez. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some other notable Jonah Lucas notable yeah. names on there. Never, yeah, okay. What? Go what? ahead, keep going, keep going. How, how much did Chris Brown sell for his his album? It's still on the charts. I looked yesterday. His album did pretty good numbers. Okay. And of course, because he had 37 tracks on it, that helped. It and was, No Guidance is a huge hit, too, so that helped him. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, nobody's mentioned anything about the numbers. I, I was just curious. It's a I hard ain't... time being a Chris Brown stand. It's not, because <laughs> Heat is good, too. And y'all know y'all like that song. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just saying nope. it's hard to defend him and praise um, him on social media because you know how people are. Yeah. You know, so, especially in this era. Very true. So, yeah. I just keep my mouth kind of quiet. I know. You, you stand in silence. Yeah. I know. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Well, let's talk about the new releases that did come out this week. Um, there was quite a few. Um, a few I was looking forward to, a few I didn't even know were coming out, but hey, they came out. So let's start with, I believe this is now the second album, the second album this year, too, from Baby. He released this album, Kirk, named after his uh, given last name in tribute to his father, who passed away earlier this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Baby's on the rise right now. I think we all agree. Um, he's been on a lot of features, doing a whole lot of, you know, up and coming stuff. He was on a double XL freestyle and all that shit. And he this I would say this album was highly anticipated. Yeah. So LeBron which, shouted him out too. LeBron did? I think so. LeBron yeah. shout out to everybody though. So I mean But that's a stamp that's a stamp though, man. Is that's LeBron, true. yeah. Was he uh, just doing a Snapchat video where right, he was just like, Yeah, yeah flexing in the gym? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know the baby was real emotional about, you know, LeBron shouting him out. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. He posted it and it was um, shouting out. I guess his dad was a big LeBron fan, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. So I tuned in, like, this is kind of off topic, but I tuned into the baby's uh, live yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting how we are as a society these days. Like, this man wasn't doing anything at all. And there was. 10k people watching him literally get ready for bed that man took his chains off and laid down and that was it yeah (laughs) that was literally it and he was just laying down and just had the phone like propped up and people were really tuned in like he he wasn't doing anything at all (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember a live when people were actually doing something honestly that's crazy cardi b's lives are stupid too um, Kevin Gates got some dumb ones. Kevin Gates is hilarious. He, he, no, these are actually funny though. Yes. Slim Thug has some hilarious ones too. Mm-hmm. But uh, who else? Who else has pointless lives? Uh, Boosie Live is Boosie Live is hilarious. <laughs> that man, he funny. was pissed nobody bought his album. <laughs> that was a funny one. Um, who else had a bad one? No. Uh, that other rapper Kodak Black has some dumb ones too where he yeah. ain't really doing shit yeah <laughs> but yeah so I'm not surprised but that is funny so let's talk about this album I think we all heard it let's break it down what did you guys like dislike anything Figgy how'd you feel about it man um I actually like the album I'm kind of a I'd probably say I'm a newer fan so I you know, well he's a new artist so I yeah, think yeah but you is. know how some people be like oh yeah I've been listening to him back on the mixtape days yeah. and you know Two years ago, I was listening to all this other stuff. Um, I became like a real fan um, as a recent. 
So um, me listening to this album, I enjoyed it. And uh, we you played a little clip earlier on uh, how all this shit pretty much sound the same, but I don't know. I feel like that's him. And um, what else? I I like most of the songs. Some of them I ain't really care for, but most of them are bangers. Ain't nothing yeah. but bangers. That's what type of artist he is. I'm not looking for um, a YBN Corday type of album. Yeah, it's yeah. just straight bangers, shit that bump in the trunk. And um, one one of my favorite songs was um a song called Probably Heard. He he kind of got that little fast flow. With, um, I think it's a fast flow, but um, as I was listening to him, he kind of remind me of a um, uh, not as animated um Sauce Walker. Yeah. He he really remind me of Sauce Walker a lot. Really? Yeah, Sauce Walk, Walker a little animated though. Yeah, and a little more hype. I can see it. I see it. Yeah, so um, that's a good thing. I'm a I'm a fan of Sauce Walker too, but um, it's good. This dude got lyrics, man. Like this is somebody you can actually listen to and understand what he's saying instead of the whole mumble rap thing. That's true. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this album. Okay, yeah. Jasmine. What do you think um, about the baby? I love the baby. I don't know what it is about the baby, but I love him. And it's growing like more and more over time. Like love. Like he like I could date him. Like oh, we, wow. he could be my baby okay, daddy. Physical. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know why. He's short though. I is know. That cool? That's weird. But he's probably I still as tall love as you him. though. Huh? He probably as tall as you though. At least a little taller. He so. may be probably like a little taller. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> 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 but this album i i can't lie um i've listened to it a few times and i do like baby on baby but more like um more cohesively i can't talk yeah good but um yeah i like it a little bit better but the intro of course was hard like i discovered the intro way later than it came out and i was like oh my god what is this like this it was good um i do like pop star with kevin gates that's one of my favorites and um Y'all gonna laugh. I mean, y'all gonna be surprised. But iPhone with Nicki Minaj, I actually like that song. Um, it was pretty good. And I think the Son of for Vegas. I don't know who Son of for Vegas is. Like this is the first time I've been introduced to him. But I really like that song too. Yeah. Um. But I mean, some of these songs, I he's been playing like clips on his uh, Instagram, so I kind of already was like familiar with. But I. Overall, like I support it because obviously it meant a lot to him. It's about his dad, but I do like Baby on Baby a little better. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so not as good as his first album, but still pretty well, good. Well, lyric wise, I think he showed more of his uh, range as a lyricist and and Kirk, but like, like cohe- yeah, like just, just the whole album, like the whole album flowed a little um, better to me on Baby on Baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was never really on to the baby like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to his feature verses and I liked him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a talented rapper, but I never listened to a whole project by him. So this is my first real exposure to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say overall, I was kind of disappointed. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the reason why I think the album starts off. And of course I listen to it sequentially. I try to listen to every first listen of an album sequentially from top to bottom. And it starts off really good with the intro. Yeah. The intro, he's getting deep into, you know, talking about how his father passed and how he had, it affected him while he was, you know, that's a weird feeling to be on, at the biggest you've ever been and then your dad dies. Yeah. So I thought it was really good, really lyrical, really emotional song to start off with. 
the next four songs sounded exactly the same to me. <laughs> like that could have been just one long track to me for all it was worth. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded like he was trying to make a Suge part two with off the rip. Uh, oh, the drums are getting on my nerves, man, at this point. <laughs> so the next four songs, well, the next three songs, off the rip, bop and vibes. They just sound like the same song to me, man. Mm-hmm. Lyrical content, beat wise, the drums, the the drums get old after a while. The same, the the clip we played earlier yeah. <laughs> with those drums, doom, 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 doom. That gets old to me after a while, man. I'm good with one or two tracks, and if they're spread out a little bit, it makes a little more variety. But putting these tracks back to back, man, I almost cut the album off. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I guess every song gonna sound like that. It picks up a little bit with Pop Star. I like that song with Kevin Gates. When the features come in, the album gets better. Mm. And that's not a knock against the baby lyrically. But when the feature songs get on, it just sounds, except for gospel. I hated that song. Chance mm. the Rapper, of course, has the worst song in the album, maybe. <laughs> I, didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like gospel. Um, iPhone, actually, I agree with Jasmine. I think this is actually the best song on the album. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the beat was dope. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj now has the best song on Chance the Rapper's album, and I think the best song in the Baby's album. Mm. Mm. So that's worthy of discussion, I think. Maybe she's yeah. getting back to the lyrical. I'm kind of looking she forward. she retire, right? Yeah. That's what I don't. <laughs> well, obviously, you know, we understand that songs come out, you know, songs are made before they come out, but what's this? Like oh, what, the, what, what is this? You're retired, right? Well, the interesting thing, because I did look back on Nicki Minaj's timeline. She deleted the tweet about retiring. She did? Yes. That's annoying. It's gone. Of course she did. So yeah. she never actually came out and said, I'm unretired, but she deleted the tweet where she announced her retirement. Because mm. I looked for it. Because I was yeah. like, okay, you're promoting this song on your on your Twitter and Instagram. So what's going <laughs> on here? Yeah. And it's it's gone. So I'm sure she's just going to continue like nothing ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like that didn't land. I wonder yeah. what happened, though. Pills. I think. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I think it you was think a it's tour that concert thing. thing. I think it was a tour mm. because she's just never going to mention it again. And we're not going to remember because we're talking about her retirement instead. Yeah. So she probably really going through it because she just released the uh, Megatron. Yep. And I heard the song a couple times, but I feel like I didn't really pick up that sting. That it would have picked up a couple years ago. Oh, no, nah, of course not. So, uh, she trying to find that that hit. <laughs> I think iPhone's going to be a single, and I think it's going to do decent. It has that single-type feel to it. You gotta I'm not shoot saying it's going to go number it. one, but I think that's going to be a decent single for her. Plus, Hot Girl Summer, I know we hated that song, but I think it did fairly well on the charts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she has a little bit of momentum now. We got to yeah. mention that. Um, I like Toes a lot, too. See, I think the beats got better once they started mixing up the producers. That dude, Jetson, who I think did Suge and a couple other beats that all sound the same on this album, yeah. he, they should have been less of his beats. Jetson made another one. Yes. <laughs> I was getting a little tired of his sound, but once they had the, the Kenny beats and all them come in, it, I thought the album picked up a little bit and sounded a little more, uh, there was more variety in it. Um, Stunner for Vegas, I've been listening to him for a little bit. It's one of these low-key rappers I listen to, but don't admit it because I'm probably too <laughs> old to be in his fan base. <laughs> but I've been listening to him for a little bit. He has some good songs, and he worked with the baby before, so I'm not surprised he was he was on this album. I was surprised that Megan Thee Stallion wasn't on this album. I kind of was, too. Yeah. He mentioned her. 
He definitely mentioned her and mentioned her boyfriend's her. on the album. Who? Uh, Money, Money Bag, Bag Yo. Yo. Oh, yeah. But she's not. I she thought that was interesting. This is a side note, but I've heard an interview like her. She was actually on the box and she was denying him or just kind of like saying, you know, she's single. She yes. just That's so weird to me. I mean, that's yeah. she just playing to the fan base. Yeah. I mean, she I, knows they don't want to see her in a relationship. But, but we already know. Like, that's I don't know. That was just yeah. kind of weird to me. They be all hugged up and all yeah. that no, stuff. Like, we, we see all of that. Yeah. So why would you why just just keep it a hundred? Nah, you gotta lie for the gram. You gotta lie for the people. People were slandering her. Well, not really yeah. her, but him more so. Yeah. And they were calling her a fraud because she's talking about hot girl summer and she's and you, cuffed up. Yeah. So she has to act like she's single. And if they ain't married, they kind of are still single yeah. in some people's eyes. So well, stop putting that. them on the gram then. Yeah, look, that don't help your image. Good, if I was you about to say good luck with that relationship. <laughs> 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 she the hottest thing smoking. Exactly. And uh, you ain't gonna. Yeah, he. I know he gonna feel some type of way. Well, she. Well, look, I. Look, who wants to be on the gram more, or who is the reason for putting somebody? on their gram the woman or the man i think do you see a lot of men get jealous because they haven't been posted on the girl's gram i think it depends if you look at like nikki and safari i think so he played the background so good but he felt some type of way that she wasn't really talking about him like that she played the single person for a little bit too that's true and um of course um megan ain't i mean or money bag yo ain't big as megan so just imagine she, you know, getting bigger and bigger, and he's still kind of on that low tier type of trap rapper. He probably gonna feel some type of way too. Like, damn, you ain't mentioning me or nothing. <laughs> you never, I mean, you never know, man. People are sensitive nowadays. I could, I could, I could believe that too, though. I, I just have a hard time believing a man is upset. Like, how would you even have that conversation? That's the thing. He you probably ain't even won't post me on the gram. You posting all these other pictures, but you're not yeah. posting me. No, would well, a man really say that? He probably would never know, it. man. Like a man with money like that, with some type of fame, and if his girl is more famous than him, yeah. he might he might feel some type of way if he hear an interview of her saying she's single, and he like, damn, like you won't hear you single, and then she out in all type of clubs, you know, performing and all type mm. of shit. Like he he could feel some type of way. <laughs> I could. I could be wrong, but I do feel like it's usually a woman. And in this that, case, I think it's Megan who wanted to post him over him wanted to be wanting to be posted. Now they have it. taken some corny couple pictures. Like there was one on the pool table I saw that was corny. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it might be more so like she's in love with a nigga. She wanna yeah. post him and yeah. show it. But then she gets a the 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 flack and then wants to stop. But yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What they're, they're, that's all gossipy stuff because we don't know what their dynamic is. But mm-hmm. um, back to the album, man. Um, so other conversations. I thought the rest of the album was okay, but I thought the strongest part was the middle, the especially the three tracks with uh, iPhone, Toes, really. Probably Her was good, too. Uh, the feature with the Migos. Now, I have a hot take. I don't even know how hot it is, but we did Figgy. Actually, yeah, both of y'all did. I, I held back, but y'all correctly predicted the fall off of Future. Yeah. <laughs> well, before it technically happened, you said he was getting cold. Yeah. I fought back. I kind of threw it back. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I kind of threw it out there. I wasn't standing on, yeah. you know. But I kind of, I, I asked the question. Yeah. I brought it up. It goes to our 
podcast prediction shit. So I would like to throw out a theory as well. I think the Migos are ice cold. Mm. I've never heard them sound so uninspired on a song, probably ever. Mm-hmm. I thought they sounded bad on this track, all three of them. Yeah. Mm. They sounded, especially next to the baby, who was rapping with a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. They all sounded like they were just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. It, it sounded bad to me, man. Is their run over now? Um, I think. I think they're a little too commercial, so I think they'll be around for a little bit, but you got to look at it. Them next to the baby, the baby is way more lyrical than them. So I think that's the only reason they got exposed like that, because you actually rapping next to a lyrical trap. I I, I hate to call them trap, but a lyrical... uh, a lyrical nigga like that. Not no J. Cole, but like a lyrical <laughs> South nigga. Yeah. I feel like Takeoff is lyrical, though. Yeah, he is. He can you, be. You got yeah, to really listen. You got to really pay attention. Yeah. But the baby is really clear and lyrical. And to me, uh, him next to Migos, I think it kind of exposed it a little bit where it's kind of like, man, what they kind of sound... Um, I guess they sound kind of dated. They, they sound kind of old, man. Yeah, little, yeah. yeah. Little, little weak. They they kind of like the weak link compared to him because he coming out with fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have been off Quavo for some some time now. So. I think a lot of people have, honestly. Yeah. He's been overused, man. Mm-hmm. He's been yeah. on everything. I'm kind of tired of his voice, too. That's why I don't necessarily... Like, a lot of people put... He was the Beyonce for a lot of people. So um, the fact that your Beyonce is now lost its spark, it's yeah. like what what's left for the rest of y'all. And Offset has Cardi. Not to say that that's the only thing he strives on, because I honestly, honestly do like... Honestly, it kind of is, honestly. But I do like Offset's... Uh, uh, Are they good, man? You've been fighting with that mic all day, yeah. dog. You good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I also like offset like I like offsets on on verse. Like he's one of my he's my favorite Migo, I think, but Takeoff raps about more. His range is like he actually talks about shit. Yeah. But I think that um Takeoff is too low key. People don't really pay attention to him like that. Quavo's done and uh Cardi and um honestly Cardi and Offset are kind of like dying down too a little bit. Not dying down cuz they they they're they're them. They're like you said, like Figgy said they're too commercial to be like completely off the map right now, but they definitely like the little sp- the they their buzz is not as big anymore. Like it they're just Cardi and Offset now. Besides their core like you know they big diehard yeah, fans. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm going to say I think the Migos as we know it, I think their run is over. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I think Offset has a chance. Um, I think his solo album, by the way, we never talk about that shit. They all dropped solo albums mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. I and that we was did. Right. Well, no, no, I'm just, we did, but mm-hmmm. I'm talking about like people act like it that never was happened. It. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he dropped that. And that it was came it. Came and went. Yeah. Came and went. So those albums didn't do anything. I thought uh, Offset had the best solo album, by the way. Yeah. But it didn't do anything. Cardi is keeping him and afloat. Q- QC just dropped a. Um, a collaboration. Yeah. That nobody nobody said anything it was about too that. Long. It was way too long. Yeah. That's uh, I think that could have been like 12 tracks and people would have skipped over that. <laughs> it came out on a busy week, too, I think. I forgot what else came out that week, but it was during the it busy week. It wasn't even promoted. Yeah. I don't think it was promoted. Yeah, no, I see nobody promoted. Mm-mm. No singles. It's been a while since the Migos had a hit. 
Yeah. I'm willing to say, man, they had a good run. Lasted a while. A but I very think it's good run. Over. Yeah. They last way longer than I thought. I wouldn't be surprised if they officially break up next year. Mm. Honestly. That's a hot take. They might just be done, man. Mm. They might just need a whole, they might just need to reset now. They, they'll probably be cool. They'll probably still do features together. But I think. It won't be Migos yeah. until years later where they try to <laughs> get that money. If they drop one more group album and it flops, I think that's it. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. What was their last, I guess, good single? <sighs> the one with Drake. Oh, Walk It Like yeah, I Talk. Yeah, Walk It Like I Talk was probably the last big one yeah. that was good. Mm. And I like Narcos, too. I like that song. Mm. Same album I think it came off of. So, yeah, I, they got to drop a whole group album, and it'd be terrible for yeah. people to be off them. But I think it's coming, man. We'll see. Yeah, they just got to – if they can't come with another hit, man, I don't think Yeah, the rest matter because they ain't got that fan base where they, you know, no matter what they – they ain't got the Travis Scott fan base or the Tyler, the creator fan base. Exactly. Where, you know, they could drop whatever and sell out. They got to come with a hit. Yeah. Mm. They're hit dependent and yeah. they haven't had any individual ones in a while. Yeah. That verse was just bad, man. Like all of them on that track just, yeah, it was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. But so the rest of the album was okay. Um, all in all, like I said, I was a little disappointed. I do think at this point now, I like the baby more as a feature artist. Mm-hmm. I like him more on a feature with somebody else, like a Megan Thee Stallion. Like I still think Megan Thee Stallion and him to do an album together. I think so too. I think that would sound dope. I think so too. Yeah, this album and see, this is why I didn't really have a problem with his beat selection or his content. I felt like he liked the male Megan the Stallion. I ain't really, you know, like Megan talked about pretty much the same thing throughout her whole album. Yeah, you know, I ain't really have a problem with it because that's what I expected. So um, his beat selection, like to me, that's the shit that that bumps. So I really wasn't expecting no type of other content. I wasn't expecting no, I don't know, motivational type of beat or yeah. anything like that. I'm not saying I was expecting that's, Ghostface Killer or something. Yeah, like, I, I get but what you're saying. That's his bread and butter. Yeah, That's what got him there. So I kind of expected that type of sound. I feel you. It's just, it got old to me after a while. He, he got to switch up his flow at some point. Yeah, it's the same flow on every song. Like that, that whole cadence is exactly the same on every single song. It feels like to me, it is cool on a feature, but a whole album worth of that. And I think also that's why this album was so short, and the songs are so short. I think he was cognizant of the fact that that sounds repetitive after a while. Yeah, I think I think this conversation would be good to have after like his. Second album. This is the second album, or is oh uh, yeah? Well, I guess so. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think I think it's early. I think it's early because yeah, you I'm never know what can happen. I'm not saying he can't get better. I'm just saying as it stands right now, that's yeah. how I felt when I heard this album. I can see where so. you're coming from about the features and and because he's just like uh he's so animated. So that's what makes people. I feel like that's what make at least me like drawn to him. I guess like yeah. he's you could tell he's probably like probably a down to earth person if you ever met him but he's just very like you can tell he don't really care. he's just being himself a lot he's of entertaining time. Yeah. i'll give him that a lot he's entertaining yeah he's entertaining but yeah. i expected a little bit more but like i said he's still young he can grow um i think next album he'll probably try to switch it up a little more and stop chasing us suge part two yeah. and maybe actually stretch out and do a little more 
Variety snacks. Speaking album. of the Shug, it wasn't even on the album. No, it wasn't on his first album it was on Baby that came out Baby. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so that was shocking. I'm I'm surprised they ain't really tried try to, to double dip. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know if we'll yeah if because the last, that song's still playing like it's new. It is. It's getting a lot of radio play. I think it might yeah, have just went platinum. Now. Yeah, it's getting more radio play. I feel like yeah. So we'll see. Um, like I said, I think he still has room to grow, but uh, yeah, that's just how I felt when I heard the album. Other music that came out this week, uh, Kevin Gates dropped the album. Yes. Uh, Jasmine, we'll start with you since you're a Kevin Gates fan. Mm-hmm. Another problematic artist you like, but that's a whole other case. Wow. <laughs> wow. So what do you think about this new album by Kevin Gates called I'm Him? I loved it. Of course, it was it was no Luca Brazy, mm-hmm. but it was cool. I liked it. Um, there were by my lonely. He did a speaker knock. What's what was their name? Speaker knockers. The guy that passed away. Do y'all remember him? Oh, uh, dang! Speaker knockers. Speaker knockers. Well, it was he had a song. That artist had a song called Lonely, and he basically like paid tribute to that to speaker knockers. Okay, I think that's his name. I really um. He died. Yeah, he passed oh. away. And uh, hold on, I'm trying so to find it. That's the guy that made the um the uh, Tony Montana song, right? The Future. Speak who? Uh, Speaking knockers. I'm looking up now, man. Oh, I see. He did have that lonely song. Yeah. He, wow, he was 19 years old. That's crazy. Oh damn. Yeah. Man. I can't remember what happened to him, but I appreciated that. You know, that song was hard then, and I appreciated that he at least paid tribute to him. It was pretty good. Um, what else? Kevin Gates is just like, you really got to listen to Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates isn't really an artist for me that I can just put on. Like, I, I don't put Kevin Gates on just to like, let it be in the background. Like I actually listen to Kevin Gates. So, um, but I do say like, there are songs that I don't go back to, like I'll listen to him to see what he's talking about. And then that's it. So that's kind of how I felt with this album. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but I still, like, I wanted it. I was glad that when it came, like, you know, when I saw it, it wasn't something that I knew was coming for sure. Yeah. I was, I was asleep on it. So it was pretty good. I, I have to listen to it again a few more times to figure out like which songs I like the best, but I do appreciate the, besides my, um, by my lonely, that's w- like one of the standout tracks to me. Um, that if you are not a Kevin Gates fan, well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say go listen to it, but that's not a good style of just him. Like, that's not a good a good re- track to reference if you're trying to get, like, a feel for his style. But ultimately, go listen. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that album is a good uh, first introduction to Kevin Gates. Yeah. Um, but I actually listened to this album. I wasn't a big Kevin Gates fan. Like, I like some of his songs, but I never really listened to his whole projects. I heard the album. I liked it, man. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised I liked it. But uh, the beat selection was good. Um, he had a couple beats by Day Trip, who I liked them, um, and some other stuff as well. It, it kind it was kind of refreshing after hearing the baby, honestly, because I felt like, oh, okay, this is how you sound when you switch things up and you have songs that are about something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I actually I felt my ears felt a little refreshed after going from the baby to that one. The beats were hard. Um, the intro was good on that one, too. Too Long, another album that's too long. It was like, I felt like there was 30 tracks. Really? And know. it was only 49 minutes long. 
Wait, really? Yeah. It was seven. I mean, there were 17 tracks, but it was yeah. only, it was less than an hour. But maybe that's just why, because I look at the track list and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I get through 17 yes. songs. Uh, I don't like <laughs> long albums. I think the perfect album length is like 14 tracks, 13 to 14. That's, yeah, that's at most. Yes. Yeah. And if you get beyond that, I'm tuning out because <laughs> it's just a list of names to me when I scroll down the track list. Yeah. But I like the album, man. Um, if you like Kevin Gates or anything you've heard by him, you'll like him. I like the fact that there was no features on it. Yeah. Mm. That was surprising. He doesn't. Uh, is he not a feature he's guy? He's not really that big of a feature guy. He okay. he hops on features all the time, but he don't really. He they're few and far between. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's well, not big on them. Yeah, well, I, I I appreciated that. That was a new breath for a breath of fresh air. I guess he's doing a J Cole thing now, but mm. <laughs> it kind of worked, man. I like the fact that he didn't have any features on it. He didn't bank on anybody else. Yeah, Biggie, you hear the album, man? No, I, I was never a fan, man. <laughs> I tried to listen to him before. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, I can't really explain it, but I never really cared for his music. I know? would say you just want to listen, man, because I felt the same way, honestly. Like, yeah. I wasn't a fan, or I didn't hate him, but I didn't really like him. I didn't go out my way to seek I, out his music. I think mm-hmm. the worst part about it is when people try to get me to listen to him. Yeah. You got to listen to the lyric. Like, what the fuck you think I'm listening to? <laughs> like, I'm not listening to the beat and like, no, nah, yeah. I don't really like him. Like, people really don't give me a good reason to listen to him. Yeah. They really don't say much. They just say, <laughs> oh, yeah, you just got to listen. That's all they give me. So, I'm... I don't know. It really made me not want to listen to him after the way people explain it. He really be talking about stuff though. Like he he talk, <laughs> he does. Like it's not. That's that's one of the other answers too. He really be saying yes. stuff. Yeah, he he's not. It's it's weird. His style is different. Like he he's. I wouldn't say he a lyricist, but he actually he'll he'll paint a picture for you. He has content. Yeah. Content. Yeah. I would say a lot of the social media stuff he did in the beginning turned a lot of people off, especially oh, yeah. men. Him talking about having sex with his cousin, him mm. talking about having a girl fuck a dog, all this crazy shit he was talking about in the beginning. Yeah. That turned a lot of people off. Then he mm. went to jail, and I think he kind of got his mind back together. Yeah, he seems more put together now. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a little... There's a red flag when I know a lot of ratchet girls like a certain artist. <laughs> and a lot of ratchet women love some Kevin Gates. He has they a do. big ratchet fan That's base. That's their lyrical... Yes, it's them and City Girls. (laughs) No, Ratchet Girls love him and Young Dolph. Yes, Young Young Dolph too. I don't know what it is about Young Dolph, but they love Young Dolph. It'd be like the prettiest, like properest girl. Yep. But she'd be like, oh, Young Dolph? (laughs) Young Dolph? (laughs) Dolph. Yes. So I was worried about that. And you could tell why he had a, a few female oriented songs in his album. So I could see where that fan base comes from. But like I said, man, I thought it was pretty good, honestly. Um, so check it out. Even if you're not too big on Kevin Gates, you'll like it. The beats are hard. It knocks hard in the whip. So check it out. Um, next up on the new release timeline, we had a song by French Montana featuring Cardi B and Post Malone. This song is called Writing on the Wall. Um, fuck it, man. I'll start first on this one. <laughs> now, I heard it in the headphones first, and I didn't really like it, but then I heard it on the way to the studio, um, and it, it sounded better. I can see what this was made for. It was made <laughs> for the club. 
It was made for if you were in an environment trying to get your dirty wine on, <laughs> some girl grinding up on you, you got a drink in your hand. It's going to sound good in that environment. But I'm also tired of this fucking Caribbean Afrobeat shit too, Me man. Too. And this is one of those songs. Yeah. I felt like this is a trend that's gone on for like a year and a half too long. He's been long. trying to do this way too much since the <laughs> Unforgivable. Uh, yes. Un- was it Unforgivable? Yes. For yeah. Unforgettable, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's been going a little too long, man. I'm getting a little tired of this trend. Even Drake jumped off it. <laughs> and I should no. tell you something. Oh, yeah. oh, that song yeah, was fucking. Him and yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. maybe he learned his lesson because that song flopped too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually think this song might do pretty well just because of the environment it's made for. It's going to sound good it. in the club. And who's on it? And that too. Post Malone, I don't know why they got him. He didn't even sound like Post Malone to me on this song, but maybe mm-hmm. I don't listen to enough to even know what he sounds like. <laughs> Cardi B verse was okay. Mm-hmm. I no. didn't like it, honestly. Really? Why not? I don't know why. I don't. It. I don't know. I think it may be the song in general. Cause I, like like Vicky said, I think he said it before we um, started recording, but I didn't even get to the song. Damn. Because I didn't yeah. like it. I Damn. Like, it's yeah. like a three-minute song. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I love French Montana. Like I really love French Montana, but I, I couldn't get through it. Yeah, of course I ain't like it. <laughs> like this coming from a um, French Montana fan, like Coke Boys, yeah. Max yeah. B in French Montana. Well, if you so, like him from that, you definitely not gonna like this. That's song. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and this it's a little irritating at this point because he he pretty much went straight pop. Like all like the, if you listen to the shit he used to rap about before his music, his beat choice. It's like a 180 like right this. now. Yeah. Yeah. So that um, crossover money, man. Yeah. Everything like he been dropping songs for the past couple months, mm-hmm. and every one of them start with like a, a like an auto tune. Ah. <laughs> like it, it's so irritating, man. Like I'm so disappointed, man. Yeah. Like I get it. He making his money and doing whatever, but I don't know. It's, he he became one of them artists that's trying to chase a hit. Like he he wasn't that artist. He he used to just drop music and it was for the you know he used to drop this grimy music. Now it's chasing hits. Who who was the most disappointing in that regard? Who went from street songs to chasing pop hits? Was it him or Fifty Cent? Um, that's a that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean. 50 was way more successful as far as his, um, I guess his pop hits, but, um, I don't know. I, I, man, what are y'all considering pop hits from 50? Uh, candy shop. Or Um, just straight singles. Yeah. Like straight radio songs, radio singles. Songs like Candy Shop completely turned me off of 50, man. Because I was a fan, too, when Get Rich or Die Trying Me, too. That's yeah. a, oh, man. Out. That's a classic. That Candy Shop shit was awful to me. Yeah. Oh, um, and Sierra can't, can't leave him alone. Yeah. 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 When he started chasing singles like that, I was like, all right, the Street 50 gone. It's only his second album. It's yeah. already gone. Also, I would like to address that song, <laughs> Can't okay. Leave Him Alone. The remake that they've decided to make in 2019, as though the "Can't Leave It Alone" first track was What's just a classic. A classic. <laughs> it's 
It's very, very irritating. Um, I Not to knock this girl, I, by all means, I wish the best in her career, but we didn't need this. Wait, who who sang the remake? I don't know. It's, it's a new song. It's a play on the artist, radio. I think, or maybe I'm just not hip to her, but Young Bird produced it. Okay, hit making. Hit making. Yeah. Mm, you're right. Yeah. It's definitely a rebrand. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably the greatest rebrand. One oh, of the greatest rebrand. Low key. Yeah. And I want to say, is it PNB Rock or it's either PNB Rock or um, A Boogie? One of them is on it. And it, I mean, it don't sound bad. It's just like nobody asked for this. Like, why do we have to keep remaking stuff that nobody asked for? Yeah, good question, Miss Person. The ticket to go see you, Aladdin and Lion King. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> I, I mean, this is with everything now. Everything is getting remade. Yeah. I, I do, because I was thinking about this earlier. I feel like in the 90s and early 2000s, there was a lot of remakes too. But I just feel like they were better. Like, yeah. I was thinking of that song uh, by Chingy and Tyrese that oh, sampled yeah. SWV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, they sampled the song and they jacked the beat straight up. But yeah. I felt like the song was different. Yeah. The hook was different. The, every time I'm trying the to content, leave. Yeah. yeah. I like that song. That was song. a good song. Yeah. yeah. It was not as good as the SWV song, but it was a different, like, they remixed it in a good way. I yeah. think that's why it's annoying now is because I, like, for me at least, I've seen the original like in the past when stuff like that i wasn't around to know what was the original so it sounded dope to me and i would learn that you know obviously it was a sample or and then i would go back and do my research but now it's like i'm living through the stuff that y'all recreate like or i was still <laughs> like you know conscious i was growing up during the stuff that y'all recreating and it's like why like y'all, this ain't even. This don't need to be recreate. Like you ain't even give it time. Like I, th- I think the problem is, uh, first of all, the original wasn't all that. Mm-hmm. I ain't. I don't think that song was all that. Mm-mm. Him and Sierra don't nobody talk about that song. And then two, is that song even ten years old? It's, it can't it's, be. It's still early. It's one yeah. thing if it's SWV, which is like twenty years ago. But this is like 2008. Yeah. <laughs> That's super early to try to recreate. <laughs> but if you think about it, 90 songs uh, sampled 80 songs too. Yeah, And now it's barely 10 but, years but old. See, so. But see, I think the difference is uh, when they sampled them songs, they made it more of a hip hop type of thing. Yeah. But you sampling a hip hop song. Yeah, that's true. That's super weird because I think somebody sampled the, uh, oh, the Chopper style. Yeah, Chopper style. Chop, chop. To me, that was a little weird, and I, I, I kind of get it, but it's just weird sampling another hip hop song that was kind of out. <laughs> that came good out around ten years ago. That came out in two, uh, two thousand six. Two thousand. I feel like it's older than that. Two thousand six. Okay, that's actually it about could, right. It's yeah, about, yeah, that's yeah. about right. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I feel like people running out of shit to sample. They try to bring back. I, I'm, I guarantee somebody gonna sample some type of Soldier Boy song next. Uh, <laughs> no, those beats were bad, man. I don't think they're gonna age. You want to bet? Like, what would they shit. sample? So, Superman? That shit was no, nah, man. Shit, you want to bet? Nicki Minaj already did it. Well, that was like a remix or what? What yeah. mixtape? Whatever they they brought, they yeah. did that juju on the beat bullshit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so but I that wouldn't was a be classic su- beat though, man. It yeah. was, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, man, you know, shit come back in circles. Oh, definitely. We're already there, man. Yeah, Honestly, man. They're, they're remaking just, the whack shit now. This shit just making us look really feel old. <laughs> 
Because know, it's like, man. damn, this shit just came out. Maybe that's what it is. Like, it's made, yeah. That's how your that's how my parents would be like. Yes. You know this came from. I don't care. I don't want to hear that right now. That's great. Yeah. That's what I was gonna bring up too. Yeah. Like we become our parents now. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember my parents were saying this exact same shit. <laughs> yeah. When the rap songs, and P Diddy was the worst. Yeah. He sampled we were, everything from yes. the eighties, and he sampled the big hits. Yeah. We just didn't know him because we weren't alive during that time. So yeah. it was our first time hearing these beats. My parents were like, you know, what the hell? This I'm is coming up. <laughs> you sampled. Um, yeah. <laughs> not even changing it up a little bit yeah. just adding a little drum to it and calling it a new beat yeah so i, I kind of feel what they're going like we yeah. all mocked in and said who cares about that old shit yeah. i feel what they're going through now I, yeah i understand and did he actually sample the rap song he sampled that um the uh, grandmaster flash yes <laughs> the message yeah <laughs> the beat. so yeah so that yeah. just added ad libs to it take that yeah. take that so yeah <laughs> um so yeah, uh, I forgot about the song. Oh yeah, y'all didn't like the song. I thought it was okay for the environment, but I'm not gonna be bumping this in the whip at, at all. So, is yeah. French Montana cold? I feel like I feel like he just got that New York pass where they gonna promote it no matter what. To be honest, was he ever not? Was he ever really hot? He had the or one. Was it just he I had a song that, that was hot? He had the one song that got him hot. I think which was the pop that. He might be the most famous unknown rapper in the world right now. I kind of feel because I feel like most people don't know French Montana, yeah. but they know that song. Yeah. yeah. So he might be the most famous unknown rapper at this point. Yeah, because I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a little biased because I, you know, I favorite more towards New York rap, rap. Um, you know, growing up and all that, so I know more about it. Yeah. But coming down to Houston. Ain't nobody really checking for French nah, Montana. Nah. Or ain't nobody checking for um uh, uh Jada Kiss or Fab. So but I felt like just that New York bias, people pump it up like, oh yeah, that's a legend. Oh yes. yeah, oh yeah, you know he got a song. <laughs> <laughs> like don't oh, people over here don't really care. <laughs> yeah. People ain't checking for that song. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, he has songs, but I don't think he's really, he was ever really known like that. You know, I think people had to be told who he was if he was ever on a TV show or something like that, or else yeah. they wouldn't know that's French Montana right there. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but we, I mean, I think this song will be a semi hit, honestly. Mm. So we'll see. That'd be good for him. Yeah. Um, young MA also made her sophomore debut album or her sophomore album came out. Um, her story in the making. I don't think any of us really listened to this. I, I look. I'm it's happy. called her story in the making. Her story in the making. Yeah. yeah, I'm tired of that little metaphor too. Well, her that, first album was called was her, her story. story. Yeah, yeah, and that was her story in the making. Um, okay. I, I like. I'm happy for Young and May. I'm happy for a rapper who's doing their thing and being themselves and not hiding the gayness. I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> not hiding but, it. What do you mean? I mean, a lot of rappers are gay and they hide it. But um, I'm just not gonna seek out her music. I never liked any of her songs. Not even the ooh. I hated that shit. I thought the remixes were better than her song, honestly. So I was never a fan. She's too New York. Too much of that grimy hip-hopness that I never really liked to that level. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm not going to listen to it, but, you know, shout out to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's doing the damn thing. Um, and finally, 
Uh, Gangstar. We talked about this on the last. Wait, real quick. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I did try to listen to that album. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. How far you get into it? Probably like the third song, man. Okay. I got to the third song and I couldn't do it. I her talking about her dick was just a little weird to me. Like she was saying, "Oh yeah, she you know grab grabbing on my dick and all this other stuff." Yeah. It just to be fair, it's, it's, it's saying, Cardi and Nicki say that too. Yeah, but they don't use it the way she was using. Oh, she was okay. using it in a sexual way, like okay. she really got one. And I'm, I don't know if she got one or not. I ain't trying she to be that strap. person. But um, it was just a little weird, man, because if it was the other way around, I wouldn't be listening to it how good it is. I mean, with that type of content. Yeah. So, it was, I don't know. I cringed a lot <laughs> through those songs. <laughs> she she mad talented, but. Yeah. I don't know. Just the, you know, she, want, she can rap what she want to rap about, but it's just weird for me to listen to to listen to those type of lyrics from her. Yeah. Women like it though, apparently. She has a big female fan base. Jasmine. You don't like her? You think she cute? Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) No, a lot of chicks think she cute. Yeah, they do. They do. (laughs) They think she they they fantasy dyke girlfriend. Yeah. Until they (laughs) yeah. (laughs) She's not the one. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and also, oh yeah, a few things we didn't mention last week with the Gangstar song. Apparently, this is going to be J. Cole's last feature. That's what he said. That's what he, I mean, is he I a known him. liar? Yeah, no. I, I don't him. know. You're right. He said this is going to be his last feature, the song Family and Loyalty. We reviewed it with uh, Brandon Scott on last episode. But Jasmine, you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, so you have now. Yes. How would you rank the song and J. Cole's verse on it? I love the song. I loved it all. It was great. Um, that was some real hip hop there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, it's cold fucking world, and it's always been. Just so y'all know. <laughs> and um, hopefully, this has shown y'all more and more that this man is the great. He's a goat. Mm. I'm not even talking about gangster. I'm talking about J Cole. I here. know. We know. <laughs> we know who you're talking about. But. Um, I really enjoyed it. I had I'm like I'm in, kind of embarrassed to say I didn't know who they were until y'all said something about them and told me to go listen. But I, I've listened to it numerous of times. It's like in my sure if you look at my Apple like playlist or my Apple profile, it's on there. Okay. So I really enjoyed it. I liked it. It made me listen to more of the album. So it was cool. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's yeah. good. Gangster. I, I I don't think it's nothing to be embarrassed about if you don't. If you never heard a gang star, nah, especially it's, if you're young. Yeah, to me, and um, from the south. Yeah, to me, that's like I said, it's a strictly kind of a New York type of group. Yeah, or East Coast type of group. I think they from they from Boston. I want to say no. Uh, DJ Premier is from Houston. Yeah, actually, DJ Premier from Houston. Yeah, but, but Guru. Yeah, they from. I think I want to say they're from Boston. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's to me like I wouldn't be surprised if they gain way more new fans or yeah. some of J Cole fans just off of that. I agree. I agree. So, do we all actually believe the story about this being J Cole's last feature? Um, I don't only because there's a whole Revenge of the Dreamers. Like he has true. a whole That's label, true. so I just don't see him not fucking with his artists like that. That's true. Good point. Um, maybe other artists, like maybe people not on Dreamville, I could see. I I could believe him because he don't. He don't really lie to us yeah. like that, but I just don't see him not hopping on none of his artist songs like that. That's interesting. I kind of believe him. 
I think I think he gonna take this role of you know let me go ghost for a little bit, not be on everybody's shit. Even my own artists, I'm gonna let them stand, you know, yeah. on it. I produce some things or help behind the scenes, but I ain't gonna hop on their shit. I'm gonna you know let them do their thing and help yeah. them with whatever. But I I. I, I believe it. <laughs> I kind of believe it too, man. And he has done a few features lately. Yeah, he got a lot of J. Cole this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on Offset's album. He was on the Dreamville album. 21 Savage. 21 Savage. He's done quite a bit. Yeah. So maybe he feels like he's done what he needed to do to help people out. Now he can focus on himself. So. Yeah, and he's yeah. already told us he's mastered this shit. So why? Why why yeah. keep doing it? Okay. <laughs> why keep rapping? I no, mean, I like why keep why keep jumping on these features when he could be helping other people? He's already But he's, he's not already, doing features at all. So he's no, not helping anybody. I'm, no, I'm saying like what you said as far as being behind the scenes and helping other artists yeah, like developing other artists. So why he already Executive mastered producing, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. And you. he has been. He's been Thug's album, like different albums he's been, you know, a big part of. Yeah. Why what's his name? Corday? Yeah. True. 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 That might be his next move. Be a more behind the scenes producer type dude. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Interesting though. The music he has been producing has been great though. It has so. been. It yeah, has underrated been. producer, I think. Because of his beats, a lot of the time people always talk shit about his pe- beats. Pe- people yeah, forget. He, people forget he be producing his own shit. Yeah. I know Styles P used to always tweet like, "Oh yeah, J Cole made beats." He used to always try to get the beat from J. Cole for some reason. J. Cole ain't got no drop. He doesn't have a tag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know. That's why why people forget he be producing shit. (laughs) Yeah. I think he's a little underrated. He is, honestly. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, we'll see if that's his last feature, but it's still a great song. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out now. If you went to that real hip hop. (laughs) Um, So... As far as topics go this week, we already talked about the Kanye shit. It's coming on Sunday. Um, what else happened? Oh, I can actually get my people's court music today because we're <laughs> on a new studio with better fucking sound and shit. And we got headphones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me pull up my theme music right quick. <laughs> I'm excited now. Here we go. Wait a minute. Don't start at fucking 55 seconds. I want to hear the beginning. <laughs> Wait for it. There we go. <laughs> All right. Daniel Hernandez, aka Six Nine. Quick update, real quick. I just wanted to excuse to play the People's Court yeah. music on, so there ain't a whole lot to talk about. But so the verdict on the two people who are on trial right now, I don't think the verdict is in yet. Um, is is yet to be seen if. Takashi 69 will get the 5k one letter that will apparently get him off of prison or reduce his sentence for time served. Allegedly, we'll see. But there is already talk of what he will do when he leaves prison, which assumes that he's confident that it will be fairly soon. And apparently, according to TMZ and his own team, he will reject witness protection and have his own security team 24-7 instead. Which means that he will be in the public sphere, which means that he will likely make music again. And if if you didn't want to do these things, he would go into witness protection. But I think he wants to be a visible social media and music star after all this is over. This is wild. Is it? Yeah. 
did you really think a person like Takashi would go undercover and hide and witness protection? Did you really no, think that was an option? I'm not. I guess I'm saying it's wild and more in the sense of like people are still about to be like he just did all of this. <laughs> like he trolled. He was the biggest troll on the internet for the longest. He got he snitched on who knows however many people. He worked with the feds like, and he's the. It's wild that people are still gonna support him. Like people are still gonna support his career and his music career and all that. Like it's just wild to me. Now go ahead. Oh, I, was, I was just gonna piggyback off of that. I think the whole. If you look at the whole timeline, I think that's wild. Just look at the, look at his first video. Yes, him being this gangster with rainbow hair, with guns and tattoos all on his face and all this other shit. And then uh, fast forward to him getting into bullshit, you know, talking shit, going to Houston, talking shit, going all over the place, going to Chicago, trying to call out Chief Keith and his peoples. And then now he's you know snitching pretty much, and. Probably gonna be out and ready to, you know, just get back where he started. Yeah. So to me, to answer, uh, to piggyback off of her, I think they, it is kind of wild when you look at the timeline like that. It's definitely <laughs> wild, man. I don't think we've, we've heard what? of anything like this in hip hop. Yeah, ever. I was about to say, what rapper ever did Never. that? And he's not the first rapper to snitch. No, he's not. <laughs> but this publicly and the way that he was doing it and the way he was acting before is crazy. But honestly, man, the more I think of this, the more I think that people will give him a pass and he will be okay, honestly. I'm not talking about, like, nobody's going to want to kill him. But I'm talking about the people, the fans, people who listen to his music. Because I think when you really think about what happened here, okay, he asked some guys to be in the video for him. They kind of latched on to him when they found out he was going to be a pretty big star. Forced him into a gang, kind of. Then extorted him for money to keep bankrolling this game that he wasn't even really a part of. And then when he stopped paying them, they tried to kill him and he snitched on them (laughs) in the grand scheme of things. I think we can all find this acceptable as far as fans go. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the OGs of the world and people who are in the street culture like that as people who take in music as casual fans, they're going to look at this and be like, okay, I get it. Because the gang was extorting him and he snitched on him because they were trying to kill him. So I think he will be, he will have a chance. I'm not saying he's going to be a big star, but he will have a shot at being a star again. And and like, I think he's a naturally entertaining guy, honestly. His Instagram videos were hilarious. Yeah, I I still follow him. (laughs) (laughs) They've been getting reposted lately and they're hilarious still, man. He's a funny guy. Yeah. So I think he will have a, a fan base when he gets out, and I think he will be okay, honestly. I don't think he's going to have to duck shots 24-7 in the streets. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying nobody's going to try to get him, yeah. Yeah. but it's not going to be as hot as people think it's going to be for him when he gets out, honestly. Yeah, I, and, um, like I said, I don't think it's going to be super hot where you know he can't go anywhere. Yeah. But I do think he going to end up in a situation that get himself killed. It's going to be some type because you, you see a lot of rappers. You know, we lost a lot of rappers like that. Yeah. Look at um, Tentacion SSX. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think it's going to be some type of situation where he get caught slipping mm-hmm. because I think what he did, I think I think it kind of I think it's more of a New York thing. But 
I think he um he did a lot of I mean he did the wrong thing for real by you know pretty much taking down one one of New York's favorites I guess one of the um one of the most popular people at, in um New York which is Shoddy yeah a lot of people was close to Shoddy and cool with Shoddy so um and if he was in a real gang it's they ain't lock up the whole gang yeah so you never know what can happen unless he like stay out the way a little bit. But uh, I don't think he can run around New York like he was before. Oh, there's going to be places he just can't go anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. But I also kind of feel like people are going to think that Shoddy brought this upon himself. Because honestly, if I was a street dude, I'd be like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. When you bring this kid in who's not about that life. I you agree. thought he was going to stay solid the whole time? Yeah, I think I think Shoddy messed up by um, still staying in the street shit. Oh, yeah. Because he could have... because. He he a smart dude. He could have, he, he probably could have had his own Did group, the Knight his thing, own man. yeah, his own label and all that. But he just he was still you know doing do, goofy shit, yeah, trying to rob him and all, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where he really fucked up. But picking him up, I, I thought it was kind of smart. <laughs> Because um, he did the right things. He protected him. He, yeah. yeah. You know, even though uh, Takashi was doing dumb shit or saying dumb shit, he was like, yo, this is my man. You know, yeah. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> he, on the <laughs> breakfast club, he was like, nah, ain't nobody going to do nothing. Yeah. So um, I think that's where it kind of fucked up. He should have checked them right then. Like, yo, you don't need to bring all this heat like this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of fucked up for him. That's true, man. Um, but I'm I'm just not surprised that he's denying the witness protection. I never thought he was just going to disappear. I knew somebody like him. He can't stay out the spotlight. Mm-hmm. That's why, so, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not surprised, but we'll see how. Like, I, and I don't like how people are kind of predicting. I, okay, I know it's one thing to say I think he'll die, but I kind of feel like people are kind of trying to wish it into existence. Yeah. You know, like, you know he's going to get killed. You know he's about to die. Ooh, he's about to die. Posting memes about it. I don't think anything's funny about him potentially being killed, honestly. Yeah, it's it's really sad. It honestly. really is. Yeah, because you know, he wasn't he wasn't that type of kid. They picked yeah. him up in a grocery store. He was bagging groceries. He trolled, he robbed people, he assaulted people. I don't think he deserves to be killed. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think that type of shit is funny, man. We've seen too much of that lately to joke about it to this extent. So I don't like seeing that on social media personally, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, other things that happened. Oh, we already talked about this a little bit, but Travis Scott announced the second Astro World Festival on November 9th. Let's get it. <laughs> now, Are we going together or what? Y'all know y'all want to. I don't want to buy no uh, expensive say, ass give, tickets. Give us the hookup. We got to see if ESG and uh, I'm about to say talk to Will Lean. <laughs> Will Lean got a hookup. Like yo, we can work yeah, in that store for you, right? <laughs> oh, we definitely work in a screw shop, pop up shop. Hell yeah, yeah. Sell our own merch. Bring some ginger juice shirts. Yes. We sell them for two hundred bucks a pop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we ain't got to bring no damn shirts. I just I sell some screw shirts. Yes. Definitely. Shit, yeah. Um. So, Jasmine, when you go to this thing, it's exactly the same as the first one. How first are you going to feel? First it's not going to be the same. <laughs> the lineup, I'm excited to see who's going to be in the lineup because I imagine it's just going to be even bigger because Ash, the first one was he, I didn't take notice to it until I got there and he performed that a lot of people were fe- were on his features. That's why they were there. So this year, I'm interested to see like who's just gonna be there because I can't imagine that it's gonna be wrapped around. I don't think it's wrapped. It can't be wrapped around his album. Yeah, 
I, was I don't think he's about to drop something anytime soon. I think this one might be way bigger. I think Drake might pop up on this I one. I think he is. Yeah. I think they saw how big the last one was, and more people are going to want to be in on it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll see. I think this is the new um what um what festival Drake usually OVO have? Fest. Yeah, I think yeah. I think this the, the Houston, Houston version. version. Yeah. yeah. OVO Fest. Yeah, I um I know people that didn't go last year and they were the first people I know that bought tickets this year. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta get mine. I'm tripping. Yeah, <laughs> hurry up before you gotta resell they them, went get up. the resale prices yeah. and they ridiculous. Yeah, they already went up from when I looked earlier. Yep. So I'm kinda disappointed about that, but I'm still going. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I know you are about hook or crook. And I'm about to fly. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm doing it, claiming it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, other news. Uh, so we got to talk about Jay Z again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, say we got to talk about Jay Z again. So we're never y'all. getting on title at this point. Uh, look, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I gotta. We, we gotta really think about what Jigga is doing right now because <laughs> the halftime show for the Super Bowl. What number is this one now? I can't read those fucking num- Roman numerals. Is it, four, that is it 54? Maybe. I don't want to sound stupid. Uh, 2020. Which one is this? One? <laughs> it's going to be like XLVI. Man, I don't fucking know. Yeah, 54. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the halftime show was announced, apparently brought to you by Rock Nation, because they were tagged in the announcement. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. NFL on Fox put it, and they had at Rock Nation. I think one of the artists is a Rock Nation artist. Uh, Shakira is. But Jennifer Lopez and Shakira will headline the Super Bowl halftime show this year, mm. or next year, in February. You know when the fuck the Super Bowl is. Yeah. So, this how are we feeling about this? I'm... I know a lot of people, um, when I I heard about it, I seen Adam Schefter tweeted. He pretty much said the whole Miami vibe thing, and people was going in on that. Well, I'm like, damn. Like, I ain't seen nobody talking about the whole Jay-Z thing. (laughs) I thought we was about to have Meek Mill, (laughs) Meg. I thought we was going to have all type of woke shit. Beyonce, Rihanna. But I, I, I was scratching my head a lot. I'm like, man. Like, did he set this up? Because I ain't know about the whole Rot Nation, yeah. you know, uh, tweet or at in it. But I don't know, man. I'm really scratching my head now. I was scratching a little bit, but now I'm scratching like I got fucking fleas or something, yeah. man. Like, what? I don't know what's going on. I guess I don't understand what's confusing. Like, what was what were we expecting? Or what? I don't know. I we don't were expecting a more hip-hop oriented, probably, halftime show. Ah. And or at least somebody who caters more to the urban audience. Like J Lo yeah. is more popular with white people than she is with anybody else. Honestly, let's be she, real. She had her moment. Yeah, <laughs> she, she tried to dip into hip hop a little bit and then dipped out. Once the Diddy once, shit, yeah. Once the niggas started shooting all in the club, <laughs> she got the fuck out of here. She dated Ben Affleck and she said, "Fuck never this. look back." Yes. <laughs> so I think because of that, we expected somebody more hip hop, maybe somebody a little younger. Yeah, I know you can't have Travis you Scott have headline. Meek, yeah, yeah, you can't have Mill. Meek Mill headline, but we expected maybe a Rihanna. Yeah, a Rihanna would have been perfect. Rihanna trying to get a Rihanna huge. album first. True. <laughs> she don't even need no album to perform at the Super Bowl though. I I had a take. I she feel don't. like if Jay Z brought back Janet Jackson, 
everybody would have forgiven everything that's happened until now with mm. this whole NFL deal. Mm-hmm. If he yeah. brought back Janet Jackson, that would have been the biggest thing. Everybody would have been like, okay, Jigga cool again. Yeah. <laughs> Jay cool again. He's hove again now. We can call him hove. Yeah. That didn't happen. Um, so uh Do you think do y'all not think it's a possibility that there's gonna be any um There will guests? be special guests. Yeah. I was thinking about that. But you gotta look at the artist too. Like maybe a John Rule. For, uh, for, a little, for a little 10 seconds <laughs> they would not put that man up what's there. my motherfucking name oh, he might man. yeah he might yeah he might do that a couple times and that's it <laughs> kick his ass off stage oh man well, I think who did she collab with where we could be like oh he might make an appearance a Diddy or um Shakira Wycliffe um they're the honestly I guess I'm I know where I see what y'all are saying. Like people, we were looking more so like for hip hop artists, but I, I can see the versatility with J with J Lo and Shakira. Like I can see, I can see their features and the people that they um, associate with being um, catered to the more like the at least an urban crowd more than Maroon Five or someone yeah. like that. They're they're a safe pick. Yeah, they're very, safe. they're very safe. Very much. I think so. it's gonna be a damn good show. I think so too. I think it's gonna be a good show, but um, just knowing that if Jay Z wasn't a part of this, I wouldn't have had no problem. Yeah. But knowing what the whole rollout of the news and I guess the vision he put out, I'm thinking like, damn, okay, we about to you know get something. But we, I, I feel like we could have got them no matter what. Well, Shakira is a rock yeah, nation basically. artist. Yeah, um, so. but I feel like we could have got them. I feel like the yeah, NFL could have got, got them. the rock nation. Yes, shit, probably. without Jay Z. Yeah, there was a Super Bowl pit no matter what. I agree. I agree. Um, so let me get my takes out first before we start our predictions because I do think this one is my in Miami. So I think there will be some special guests. We can predict which ones what might show up. But let me get my takes out first, man. My initial thoughts about this. I was disappointed. Um, I don't like this J-Lo rebrand. When I say rebrand, I mean this reimagining of her to be this superstar artist that was a legend. That don't have no hit music. (laughs) No, I don't hear any of her music on any classic radio stations. She just hear MJ all day. You might even fuck up any. Maybe somebody makes a mistake and plays some R. Kelly sometimes. (laughs) But you won't hear no fucking j-lo songs there has been a rebrand of her like imagining her as some super big and she was big for a little bit but she was big the way that a let's say sierra was maybe a little bit more than that but she didn't have a long run as far as a successful music artist she doesn't have any classic albums or classic songs in my opinion um, and they do goofy shit like have her do the Motown performance at the Grammys. Yeah, I remember that. The yeah. most undeserving person to do something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And they had her do that as if she had any, oh, oh she was in a fucking In Living Color. Man, who cares? That was yeah. 30 years ago. Yeah. Okay. And then she did fucking all the white movies and she don't care yeah. about She never looked yeah. back. Yeah, she, she left. And now that hip hop is popping again, she want to get back on the urban crowd. Nah, you stay on that side. <laughs> um, so I'm disappointed. Shakira is one of those artists too. Like she must be. First off, these women are like 40 years old <laughs> at this point. They still look good, they though, look man. Good, they but still I'm look not good. 
trying to see them shake their ass no more, man. <laughs> Shakira was doing this 10 years ago when she last had a hit. Yeah. Like, am I really trying to see a 45-year-old Shakira and J-Lo up there acting like they 20 again? Like, I, I'm... Uh, I, I will say they can perform, though. Yeah. They can perform. They, they, they don't look washed up or nothing like that. That's but true. The only thing is, uh, like I said, J-Lo, what was her last hit? Yeah. So you now that you mention it, the rebrand is kind of weird because it's like, what is we rebranding? And she's it's been... Pretty, it's pretty much her just look good. She look good for yes. her age. And so, oh, yeah. Oh, she can still... She still got it. She's, she's 50, right, now? She's up there. Yeah. yeah. She, I think she's she like 50. 50. And yeah. she's been chasing hits. She's still been putting out music. She's still putting out music. She has a song with Cardi B. Anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that didn't do shit. It's flopping left and right. Yeah. But she's some legend star. I guarantee you if Michael Jackson was still here, he wouldn't be flopping putting out a song with fucking Cardi B. <laughs> but whatever. I digress. <laughs> so there's that. That's out the way. Now let me talk real quick about the whole NFL deal as we know it so far. I got to admit... And I was on the side of let's see what happens. None of this has looked good, in my mm. opinion. None of it has. The charity that some of the money went to, we found out that they had a uh, suspicious background. They were very uh, pro Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. We found out the account that was getting donated or a lot of these donations from from the uh, initiative that Jay-Z was doing with the NFL um, they were doing something like cutting people's dreads off and posting about it on Twitter. What? Yeah. And uh, it was just, they, they were following a whole lot of right wing politicians and retweeting all their stuff and liking their posts. So that was kind of weird. You know, <laughs> we all hope that if it was for a good cause, that it would be OK. But yeah. this one, this organization looked very shady. And if Jay-Z had a, a, any kind of part to play in picking that, then he did a bad job. Mm. Also, the songs, the whole thing with the Meek Mill, Megan Trainer, all that shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You, that, what was the point of putting that out? Exactly. Having the streaming music sales go to charity. Nobody wants to hear that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listened to them songs. Yeah. The merch that was coming out. Like, I get that NFL sells merch, but it does seem more like we're trying to sell you something more than we're trying to affect any change. Yeah. yeah. And then the halftime show comes out and it's this. Yeah. So nothing about this has looked good. Yeah. I got to call it like it is. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, um, as a marketing part, it is kind of smart because you got two Hispanics or whatever in Miami. So that kind of makes sense. But like I said, if Jay-Z name wasn't on it, I probably wouldn't say anything. But for the simple fact, the whole rollout. And then the whole mentioning Meek Mill and Megan Train or or, uh, who? uh, What was the uh, Rhapsody? Yeah. Like, and then this come out, it's kind of like, huh? Neither of them are from Miami, though. I know. (laughs) That's the weird part about it, but I guess they got like Mexicans, Latinos, whatever. Yeah, (laughs) so I think. Yeah, so I think (laughs) that's that's, I think that's the whole I think that's the whole marketing thing. Okay, and that also brings up a good point because it is in Miami. We know the last Super Bowl was in Atlanta, and they had Big Boy come out. And Travis Scott. Nice, Travis Scott, too, but he was just because <laughs> yeah. he was a hot rapper at the time. He had yeah. a big song. But Big Boy coming out was a nice surprise, I thought. So we have to imagine there's going to be at least one surprise from Miami, a Miami artist, maybe a rapper. 
Who do y'all think will be the Miami surprise artist to come out during the Super Bowl and do a little half song or whatever they're going to do? If they like Trick Daddy come out, I'm going to die. Oh, that would be hilarious. I'm going to die. <laughs> like, cry. Like, Trick Daddy and Trina coming out doing a fucking whatever. Man, nigga, on the Super Bowl stage. I would If that happened, I would forgive everything. Yeah. We might have to delete a couple segments we did on Jay-Z. <laughs> I would take it all back. I would apologize to Jay. I'd be like, I was wrong. Yeah. We just heard Nan nigga on the Super Bowl halftime <laughs> show. That would be wild. Oh man. man, I'd be rolling. Um, I think Rick Ross is a possibility. He might come out there and do every day I'm hustling. With uh I could see him um coming out during J Lo set. Yeah. I don't think they have any songs together off the top of my head, but I, I don't. I, she could do a little hip hop thing yeah. or whatever. It'd probably be a pop songs. version. He'll be, yeah. be her Diddy. She can't, yeah, she basically. can't perform with Diddy again. <laughs> I think she, he would do like five seconds of every day I'm hustling, maybe like a half verse, and then they yeah. cut it off and do some Shakira song or something, and then they just be dancing probably on stage. So, yeah. mm-hmm. But I see that happen. That's a possibility. So um, if, if that does happen, like if somebody like a Rick Ross were to appear on the Super Bowl, would that make things better? Because they, the NFL would have never. No, they put Big Boy on last year. But so, I just no, don't think really. that that's not the same to me, though. Rick Ross, Rick Ross and nah. Big Boy is not is not the same. Big Boy kind of a safe pick, too, though. Yeah, I think he's yeah. very safe compared yeah. to Rick Ross. Or is it's he? definitely a trick daddy. Uh, I mean, I think Big Boy. Rick Ross would not be enough for to, the, any of the Jay Z slanders to be taken back, honestly, to me. Big Boy is more of a. Clean. But I get what you mean. Yeah. I, I think Big Boy's not clean. No, I, I, I say, get what you mean. Yeah. I think he more safe. He he did have the safe. Yeah, I like the he, way he got a lot moved. of he got a lot of safe singles that yeah. cross over. I feel you. But um, as far as Rick Ross, I would love to see Rick Ross come out. Just that you well, know, it's Miami and all that. But yeah. I don't see it happening. I, honestly, I would be surprised if somebody that's not from Miami come out. Like I would be surprised if a Diddy come out some type yeah. of way. Yeah. I don't see that happening, though. Yeah, J-Lo's not performing with Because yeah. he, he, he actually be in Miami a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't even be surprised if something like that. Yeah, you know. A-Rod not going to let that go down, man. Come on, man. <laughs> um, I think Gloria Estefan will make an appearance. Gloria you know, who? Gloria Estefan. Oh, cool. She's from Miami. Um, the, I think they'll do a little... Tribute type yeah, of thing. Yeah, she'll, she'll do out. a song and they'll do like a whole Latin girls coming together yeah. <laughs> moment. I, I could see that happening. Do, do you think they'd? Ever, do you think they'd do a tribute to uh, Selena? Yeah. At some point? No. <laughs> the show's not long enough for something like that, and it's not in Houston or Texas. So no, in Miami, oh, okay. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I don't think it would happen. Yeah. If it was here, maybe, but not in Miami. So, no, I don't see that happen. It's not like maybe if it was longer, but you know, this halftime show is like what but, 10 to 13 minutes, yeah. But you know, they only play like five seconds or something, yeah. They could just do the intro and the then baby, that's baby bomb, it. Bomb, bomb mm-hmm. thing, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I could see that. Like, yeah. she it being her intro, yeah, she coming yeah. out to it or something, or them um tying it in some type of way. I don't think it's gonna happen in Miami, not, not <laughs> yeah. Miami. No, nah, I was just throwing that out yeah, there, yeah. yeah. I get what you mean. Um. Anything else? Any other predictions? You think it's gonna be um heavy? I guess Latin inspired. Definitely. Like heavy, like no type of. Because I would be surprised if a rapper don't come out either. 
Pitbull's gonna make an appearance. Let's For talk about sure. that too. Pitbull will be there. Is For that sure. a, let's put so Mr. Three Hundred Five? Yes, himself. That's that's it. That's that's who's gonna come out. Pitbull. Pitbull. I think we're all ninety nine percent sure Pitbull is gonna be he there. He gotta come out. He's from Miami. Yes. He gotta come out. And he's so he's very pop friendly. Yes. Very very ho- he, household. He friendly. never looked back. He never yeah. looked back either. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't putting him out there I with J Lo, but see, Angola. Uh, he Pitbull. N- I feel like people say that, and I get it. He did go pop. But I kind of feel like his lane. he did, man. Yeah. And he kind of kept st- it hip-hop-ish. Yeah. yeah. It'd be stupid for him to try to go back. Oh, of course. Like, nah, he he's making his money mm-hmm. doing the um, the pop shit with uh, Mark Anthony yeah. and shit. So, yeah, he found his lane and I made his money. I ain't mad at it, man. I ain't mad at it. I respect it. Yeah. But, yeah, Pitbull, I think of our power ranking the odds of the special <laughs> guests, Pitbull's at the very top. Yes. Sure. You know, I would be surprised if he didn't come out. Me too. But, you, know, you know you're gonna come out with them white pants, the <laughs> tight ass white pants, and a blazer. All white suit. And a blazer. <laughs> yes. Gane Lota. Gane Lota. Gane Lota. Pitbull's gonna be there for sure. Um, anybody else is kind of a toss, but I think they'll have some kind of surprise Miami guest there too. But I have mm. no idea who it's gonna be. Yeah. So I'm all trying we to think of some more guess. Miami artists. That's and that's a possible like that's Super Bowl back worthy. Uncle Luke, oh, <laughs> two live crew gonna be Shit, up there, man. <laughs> the NFL would lose their oh, mind. Man, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that uh, would be hilarious. Don't Yes, that's going to be the Patriots <laughs> halftime show, maybe. Robert Kraft going to put that one together. Oh, he going to be dancing. Remember how he's dancing with Cardi B? Yep. He's going to be doing that with Uncle Luke. Oh, for oh, sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Anybody else we think? I think that really about does it for yeah, special Yeah, I, th- I think it's Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull for, <laughs> for sure, sure, number one. I can see Gloria Estefan, too, like you said. Yeah, Just I think that that'll, my, that could yeah. be likely. My eyes is um, my money on Pitbull or some random-ass person that's not even from Miami. It's going to be a stage full of people, nobody from Fucking Miami. Nelly or somebody come yeah, out. It's gonna <laughs> I'm telling you, man, yeah, it's going to be something so yeah. random, I'm man. I'm trying to think about, like, their features that are similar, like if they have any similar features to make them, you know, talking about Shakira and J Lo. Yeah, if they have any, if they have any like common feature artists. I don't think any of them are. Mm, I don't know. I can't I think I of really any off the top so. of my head to be honest. Some popular Latin singer gonna come out that we don't know. Like fucking Bad Bunny or whoever the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. I think he'll come out. Hey, I love Bad Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might come out too. Somebody like that. Yeah, but you know what? Um, I realized too, um, it don't really have to be connected like that. It like the it NFL, could be anybody. It's so yeah, random. Yeah, it's so random. It so, could be anybody. So I, I think we think it too much trying to piece together who did the song, if they did the song with both of them. Yeah. All it, 
that person gonna have like ten seconds. Yeah, and that's it. Very true. Because yeah. Travis Scott and Maroon Five had nothing to do with each other. Because that's true. What was uh, I forgot what show it was, but Katy Perry uh, performed, and remember she brought out Missy Elliott. Yeah, yeah, that was random as hell. Yeah, true. So she was just like, "Oh, yo, Missy," and that was that. I think that was a halftime show, right? Well, I mean, or a Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm. show was it? I it was. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Missy started trending after that. People didn't know who she was. That that yeah. she was a new artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if something random as fuck like that. That's possible. No, it's likely, actually. You're right. It, it always is somebody random that comes out. So it yeah. could be anybody. We have no idea, man. Whoever <laughs> says yes, they may just it, show it up on around, that damn stage. It fuck around be MC Hammer or something. Man, I love that. I wish MC Hammer wasn't <laughs> might, doing a yeah. halftime show, bro. Um, But we'll see. So uh, that that does it about for our uh, guests for the halftime show. So <laughs> fuck it, man. Let's have a little fun right now. Let's get into some what a bro knows topics. I see a few things here. Mm, mm. Interesting, spicy. Mm. Mm. So uh, l- let me talk about this tweet I saw real quick, and it always comes to some tweet I see. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I apologize. But some of this shit just really gets me thinking, man. Especially when I see the responses to this type of shit, it gets me wondering if people actually think this way. So I see um, this tweet across the timeline, and it reads, "Quote." Uh, this guy, EB, I don't know his fucking name, but he says, one of my coworkers just told me he is kind of turned off by his wife. Now he said she went from weighing 157 pounds to 210 pounds now, and she refuses to hit the gym with him. So now he's disgusted. And he said, I'm like, she had four of your kids. Maybe, maybe cut her a little slack. Just a little, maybe LOL. Now, first off, we got to call it like it is. This dude was just trying to get some ass with that tweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you Pandora cut her a little women. Right. Uh, and the, the responses <laughs> to this tweet, and by the way, it has like 1.6K likes and 500 plus retweets. So it's not like some random shit by somebody. What kind it's of been is, a debate. Yeah. Yes. And everybody is siding with the woman here. Everybody's saying, hey, you married her for better or worse. Hey, give her a break. Hey, you don't know what pregnancy does to a body. Some of these are fair points. But I do want to ask, because that's significant weight gain. Going to from 150 to 210, that's then the UFC that's 50, heavyweight that's division. 50, that's 50 pounds. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. You can't even fight in a light heavyweight division at UFC at that point. <laughs> You would heavyweighten up. Yeah. So you got some running backs that's <laughs> right. Two, oh my god. Two ten. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I dog. I saw this tweet about Lizzo today. <gasps> oh man. She was tweeting some thirst trap of her like covering her titties and she's completely naked. Somebody tweeted that shit and said Carson Wentz needs you at left guard. <laughs> say this and I think we've had a conversation like this before so I kind of want to remix it in a little way but I just want to say at what point can you is it fair to be disgusted not disgusted but turned off by somebody by your significant other due to weight gain I get that we all get older we naturally gain weight it's hard to keep weight off once you get older in a certain point 
all couples get back together a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like 210 is pushing it. That's going yeah. to bridge too far. And if she refuses to go to the gym, is this unreasonable for this guy to be discussing a little bit? That's that's the key word right there. Like, everybody gain weight. You should love your wife no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if she refused to go to the gym, like, I think he got a right to be a little upset. Yes. Because, it's, I mean, it's one thing if she's trying and all that stuff and, you know, she don't really like herself. That's that's one thing, but if she refusing to, you know, kind of work on it, and he trying to motivate her, and she like no, yeah, I think that's a problem because if it was the other way around, if he stopped dressing up or, you know, buying new clothes and keeping up with his, you know, hair and all that stuff, she would say the same thing. Any woman would say the same thing. Like man, he he turned into a bum. He don't do this. Mm-hmm. He always wearing dirty drawers. If and he lost I, his job, that would be one thing too. Yeah. So yeah. So I think I think he got a point. I mean. It'd be different. Like I said, I agree with what the people were saying, though. Like, you know, the baby weight is real. Mm. You know, people did go through that. But um, if she refusing to work on it, like, what can you, you just got to deal with that? <laughs> like, you got to love you her no matter be, no, what, you can't, man. you can't be a little upset? <laughs> you got to love her no matter what, man. Yeah, like I said, if, just... <laughs> if a guy decided not to ever shave again, shave his face or hair or whatever again. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta love him for who he is. Like you can't be <laughs> upset about that. Like it I think, never works that way for men somehow, but for yeah, women you so gotta love them I how th- they are. Yeah, I think I think the key to that was you know she refused to go. That's a bit problem. It, you know if she want to change the way she is. Y'all really don't understand because I'm reading these responses. It seems like we're talking common sense, but everybody's siding with the woman. Because. Everybody. Jasmine, why is this? Inform us. for one, you don't know the emotional toll that, I don't even know the emotional toll that it takes for a woman to have a child. More or less, like, better yet, four. Mm -hmm. He he doesn't give backstory as to how close these these children are. Is she even cleared to be able to work out in the ways that well, he I wants would assume to. the time has gone by since yeah. the kids were born. Yeah. I think too, I guess too, is he just talking shit? Has he even asked? Like, has he even really asked? Is it that she just doesn't, is he saying that she doesn't want to go work out? Cause she's not, or is he, has he even bothered to have the conversation with her? Because I can, I can probably guess that he hasn't even said anything. Like he hasn't even addressed it because how, like a lot of, Guys don't even want to address things like that because they turn into arguments. But Jasmine, we're getting aside from the argument now. We have to assume that what was said was true. We have to assume that she refuses to go to the gym. And even with this information, everybody thinks the man is wrong. Yeah, because how, like, refuses, I I just, how does she refuse? Like She says, I don't want to work out. I don't want to go to the gym. Because she don't want to I want to eat these sandwiches. Like, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like, how big are you, dude? Clearly, he's less than two ten. If he's whining about her being two ten, yeah. Yeah. So, I just, yeah. I mean, it happens in relationships all the time. That significant other might get a little bigger, and you know, usually the significant other, you know, kind of don't like the weight and want to work out, try to work out, but don't go through with it. Try to, you know, everybody try the diets that don't work. And then you try something that like if she's not doing none of that, 
And yeah, I think he do got a right to be a little irritated if she don't want to try. Yes. Now, I mean, it's one thing if she trying and she saying, man, ain't nothing working. I'm irritated. Or let's try keto and, you know, mm-hmm. try for a couple of weeks that don't work. Or let's try go to the gym every, let's go for a walk every morning. Like, that's one thing. If if he said that and she trying, then, yeah, he might be a little asshole-ish. But if she like, nah, I you know, I ain't working out. No, I ain't doing this. Yes. Yeah, I think he do have the right to be upset. Do we need a divorce and all that stuff? I'm not saying all that. But, yeah, I think you got the right to be a little upset about it. The funny thing is, it didn't mention anything about him leaving her or divorce or anything like that. All it said was he was a little disgusted. And how can you not be? Like, am I supposed to act like I love fat women because you got fat? Like, if that wasn't my preference before, and I like BBWs, Mm -hmm. but I don't like a woman who I got with who if she wasn't a BBW and then turned to BBW because I feel like, wait a minute, that's not how we both came in together. And so you at least got to make an effort. But I think the man need to take some responsibility here too because of the simple fact that you've been with her and that's not a, that shit don't just happen overnight. You've seen her getting big over time. Yeah. So is this something that you just decided you're disgusted with because she done got big over time or did you even bother to address it? Or did you tell her she was getting thick and it looked good and then when she got fat, See, Jasmine, you don't know what to say. You're making up imaginary right. arguments. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it's not imaginary. It's like, they're, they're no. Like, they're, she didn't gain 50 plus pounds overnight. Yeah. I mean, she knows she was getting big. He knows, she too. Knows. But was like, he supposed to, I, how honestly, can you have that conversation and say, hey, girl, you're getting but, fat. You got to do something about that. The but, same way he want to have it now, now that he's disgusted? Uh, honest, <laughs> but, see, but see, honestly, it's it's a little hard to know when somebody getting big until you look at the old picture. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, damn, she gained five pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, 10 pounds. Wait a minute. Hold on. She... Getting bigger, getting bigger. But Sometimes pounds. you don't realize you don't realize it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm telling you, in the blink of an eye, you be like, "Damn!" Like you won't realize it until you look at the old picture, y'all. And it's like, "Damn, she was slim," or "Damn, we both were slim." I don't get it, man. Like I'm still reading these replies, dog. One girl <laughs> said, "Of course, her name is Vegan Princess." She said, I hope she leaves him and gets someone who loves her and her children enough to give her free time to do whatever self-care she thinks she needs. What, including eating yourself into a grave? Like, what kind of self-care gets you to gain 50 pounds? Like, that's a good thing. Friend of the show and also guest, Cecil Shorts, um, he was on here. His wife had seven kids, and she looks great. He's she works out all the time. Yeah, he she, is. She wasn't. Well, she was a for, she was a oh, former. She was. She, yeah. she was an athlete okay, in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody ran track <laughs> in high school. Everybody ran track in high school a little bit. Y'all all kind of athletes. Y'all know how to get in shape. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah no, I just feel like. 50 pounds don't happen overnight. I do I do agree with you may not be able to tell, but you know. Like you know your your wife done got bigger. She mm-hmm. may not have got 50, she may not have got 50 pounds bigger when you noticed and you may not have noticed 5 pounds here or there, but your ass noticed when she got bigger and you didn't say nothing then. What is he supposed to say but, though? What did you say now? He's not but, saying anything but, to her. He's exactly, talking to his friend. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. You talking all that shit, but you probably ain't even addressed it at your house. But he see, said. but honestly, he, pro- <laughs> he probably could he probably did. We don't know that. 
the he, fact he that he tried could've... to get her to go to the gym and she refused implies that there was a conversation had about working out with and him. It didn't Maybe she w- didn't want to work out with him. Come on, Jack. <laughs> Every benefit of the doubt is going to the woman now. Yeah, like, what she's if she didn't perfect, work out with fat yeah. girl. And because I, I, I just can't like wrap my head around that that nigga didn't know she was getting fat. Like he didn't like you didn't say something knew. over time. Where was this a gradual like you want to go work out with me? You want to go work out with me? Or was it like a well, you need to start working out because you're getting fat? And she like nah. Like, okay. That's, but, like. But see, I don't think it's fair to blame him for her getting big, though, unless he, like, really feeding her. <laughs> yes. I just, I don't know. I, I I just can't blame him for um not saying nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, but it's just, it's, it's, it's a hard situation, like, being married like that. Yes. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Let, let's bring up a hypothetical situation of how this maybe came about. Let's say... He asked her, like, hey, girl, you want to go to the gym today? It's like, what, you calling me fat? Now he's stuck. Should he be honest and say yes? How is she going to respond to that? Is she going to say, yeah, you're right. Let me go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Or is she going to say, nigga, fuck you? She going to say, nigga, fuck you. Exactly. But then she's going to appreciate it later no. because he least, at least Jasmine. he was honest. What? At least he Jasmine. was honest. And she care about her image the way he seemed to. Yeah, she gonna be mad as fuck right then, but then he later on she gonna appreciate that he even bothered to tell her. Yeah, after let, she left him and then got sexy suddenly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it, we, regardless, she gonna appreciate that shit eventually. That he instead of him, because now what is he doing? Talking. He ain't. He's not gonna say nothing. His mouth stay closed, but he talking shit to his friend about how disgusting she he is. He just said he thinks she's nasty a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Because she's big Ryan, now, man. tell me what you would do in this situation. I would be, like, I'll be honest, my ex and I, we both gained a little weight. Uh-huh. We didn't go out of control, but she worked out, she saw me working out, and it never got to the point where it was like I had to talk to her about like less. And usually she would be the one to be like, oh, let's try to eat healthier now. Let's go on a diet a little bit too. Yeah. So I never had to face that kind of issue where somebody was just getting bigger and bigger and I had to have that conversation about needing to get in shape. Yeah. But I don't see how this would work with what you're saying, Jasmine. There's no perfect way to get a girl to admit that she's fat and lose weight. Because everybody's just blaming a man for not loving her how she is. But yeah. would you lo- let's say I'm not reverse? Blame, look, I'm not blaming him for that. Let's reverse it. Let's say you're with a guy and he was your type, you know, very lean, <laughs> fit, mm-hmm. and ghost-ish. I'm not saying he was super <laughs> jacked, but he was up there. Mm-hmm. And then over time, he just started getting fatter and fatter. Y'all eat out all the time. Maybe his metabolism's a little bit slower, so he gained weight easier. Mm-hmm. And he got a little, he gained 50 pounds. Yeah. How Are you going <laughs> to apply the same logic that this guy had to apply? So, yeah. It's your fault. For one, for one, yeah, I am. Because for one, like you said, gradually over time, over time, if I didn't bother to say shit, then I, I equally contributed to the problem you're a nice person though jasmine i doubt you're gonna tell your boyfriend you're getting fat i'm not gonna say it rudely like you but i'm gonna say <laughs> then like, how you gonna say it why don't you hey why don't we try like you said your girlfriend well, would say why don't we eat healthy why don't we try to like why i would suggest like lifestyle changes without having to straight up tell him you're fat nigga <laughs> like well, you would tell <laughs> your girl like <laughs> i would suggest things and then eventually if he's not catching on then of course it's gonna be a hard conversation 
conversation, but then I would need to have that conversation with him and be like, he gonna be bad and piss, but I had it and I can't be mad at if he, and then at that point, if he choose not to change and I want to leave that nigga and I want to tell everybody how disgusting he is, so that's it's, fine. Wait, it's fair for you to leave him because he's fat? If I don't like him, if I don't want, if that, that's lack of motivation too at what a certain point. What if y'all had kids together too? Um, if he, if I had kids with you him. You better not leave him because he fat. If, if y'all got kids and if, married. If I had kids with him, if he, it depends on his motivation. <laughs> like what, why aren't you, why, are, let's dig deeper here. Why are we lack, why, what's going on with you as to where you don't care about your appearance, you don't care about yourself anymore. Okay. Like what changed? I, I, I accept you sound, that. You sound like the guy that. But, yes. By <laughs> that logic, would it be fair for this man to leave his wife because she gained 50 pounds and won't yeah. even try to get better, even though they have four kids together. I think so because okay. I like, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. Uh, as long as you admit that much, yeah, okay, that's fair. That part, especially I- if you had the conversation. Like, that's the thing. If you don't even bother to have the conversation, then that's fucked up. Like, and I don't think that this man had the. Con- I just, I don't know. He I- said she refuses to hit the gym. But so that we have to imply that that's this... That's a nigga answer. Like, that's a, like... <laughs> a, like... Fuck, a fuck nigga? Yes! Hey, like... now, we talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I just feel like that's not... That's just, like, a you talking to somebody. Like, that's not... A, that's you and your coworker. You're not about to dig into your coworker conversation. If he just talking to you just off the rip, he not about to get into, oh, well, I've asked her, you know, when she first started getting big, and then I asked her then, and then I asked her then. Like, you don't know all that in between. So based off what he's saying, that don't sound like it's okay for you to be nat- bad talking your wife and how disgusting she is. I, all it was to me was a moment <laughs> of honesty. You're honest with your friends about your relationship. Women tell their girlfriends things they don't tell us. Yeah. About something this nigga does, yeah. or he ain't getting it up. Yeah. Oh, I don't y'all, know what y'all to do. be first to tell your friends about yeah. any sexual problems, but won't mm. even confront it. So let's not even go there. Mm. But I don't look. I I just don't see why this guy is getting so much flack. This hypothetical coworker because dude. He. Um, because that was a lie to begin with. And <laughs> Nobody, no, I'm is, talking about the guy. He just did that for attention. He tweeted oh, yeah. that this is not a yeah. real situation. That's why it's getting flagged because this is what he wanted. No. <laughs> the, the guy who tweeted this is not getting flagged. No, no, no. The co-worker is. He, the guy who tweeted this knew that he was going to get responses out of women. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's why he tweeted this it's in the first place. That's yeah. why. He was trying to get that, his DMs that type full. Of, that type yeah. of stuff is true, though. Those are true situations where one of the significant others get bigger. Yes. And, you know, they. I'm sure it's some that refuse to eat right, refuse to go to the gym. It's like, what do you do in that situation? Yes. But uh, long story short, I think if you really love that person, you won't leave them because they got fat. If you decide to leave them, it, it was more to it. You I, ain't, you ain't, I mean, if you married... Like I'm not talking about girlfriend boyfriend thing, but if you married happily married, and your significant other gain a little pounds, a little fifty, uh, yeah. nice little fifty, you might be a little irritated, you might be a little frustrated, but if ain't nothing else going on, you gonna find some type of other way, S- slip a little diet coke in, or <laughs> I don't know. Get, I agree. You might, you gonna do something? So I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with the whole, you know, leaving the significant other because they got fat. Yeah, I don't think that reason alone is enough, but I kind of feel like 
and I'll be honest, if she gains that much weight and refuses to work out and he's a fit, healthy guy, it's fair for him to cheat. (laughs) (laughs) I think 100%. I don't think it's fair for him to cheat, but I think it is also fair for her to understand. They marry for better or worse. It's just sex, man. He ain't paying her bills, hopefully. Wait. I think it's fair. Hypothetical (laughs) side chick. I'm just saying. I feel, dang, I lost my train of thought that fast. You're saying you feel something about the guy. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like if he, she equally should know that if he's a fit guy, then she should know too that that like, that's the, that's what I mean. Like what's going on there? Because if he's fit and she knows it and they've been together for whoever knows, Four kids, what's wrong with her right now? Like, what is she going through? Because she knows that she, that's not you, and she knows that's not what yeah, you're attracted to. She don't want to work out. She doesn't want to eat. But she, but what is that? Like, that she lazy. It's a deeper issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. If sh- she knows you and you're her husband, and she knows like, what you like and what you don't like, and she don't even care to do that no more, she probably got another nigga that's fat and loves her now. the way she is. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine doing everything but right. not agree with the sweet. Right. You, you, you see, now I, I realize because I was scared that we're all going to agree, but I'm glad we actually brought this up because I really I am intrigued by your responses <laughs> defending this woman who to my I mean, look, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I was really surprised by the fact that all of the responses were calling out the man for being wrong. Yeah, I think that's a perfectly valid complaint. Yeah, you could pounds and won't work out, but I get it. Yeah, you could complain about anything in a relationship like that. If you marry, like, your husband probably quit cleaning and cooking and stuff. Yes. You can be be upset about that. You could complain Mm -hmm. about that, be irritated at that, Mm -hmm. or irritated that he leave his clothes all over the floor or something like that. Like, I think this is a... I think it's a good thing to be irritated about. I mean, ain't nothing wrong. He ain't yes. said nothing about leaving or divorcing or nothing like that, but it is a thing to be irritated, especially if he said he, you know, she refused to go. Yes. And to your point, I feel like if this was reversed and it was something like uh, a woman tweeting about her girl, girl coworker talking about how um, her, her man can't get it up no more. All these women would be saying, like, go get a side, nigga. Or I got to go. Yeah. Or you got to get out. I see those tweets a lot, too. (laughs) Yes. Like, no, if he, no, if we together and uh, I find out he got a little thing, nah, I'm out. Yes. I'm out. Or (laughs) they like eight inches or better. Like, okay, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bro. (laughs) Uh, So, what else do we have here on the uh, What a Bro Knows docket? Um, oh, is, it, this, is, is this a uh, who's going to pay situation? Um, the text? Yeah, that's something I ran across. Um, have y'all heard of something called Dutch Date? Mm-mm. Yeah, one person pays and another person pays their half. Yeah. So, Wait, what? It's something called you Dutch Date. You split the bill, basically, right? Yeah. So, this is pretty much a conversation about um, Dutch Date. And um, they pretty much say, hey, you know, we meet for the first time. You pay for yours. I pay for mine. And if we like it and we continue on, you know, then, you know, we can, you know, treat each other like that. So, wait. 
to make sure I understand. So like basically y'all just you making sure that girl if, like if the girl we go, is not trying to if use we go out you on as the, a food nigga if, for the first time. If I never met you before, we go out on a date, we do a Dutch date. Mm-hmm. You pay for your meal, I pay for mine. Mm-hmm. So that way, um, we you know we meeting for the first time. So it ain't no you getting over on me, yeah, or or I'm getting over on you, nothing like that. It's just you know meeting up, paying for our own shit, getting to know each other. If we want to keep going. Then we can, you that know. That seems like something the guy created because the majority of the time y'all are the ones that have to pay. <laughs> not I'm, necessarily. I not like necessarily. <laughs> I've never heard of it before, but I kind of like that. I've heard going Dutch. They've been saying going Dutch for a while, like a okay. long time. Even like when men go out, they're like, we're going Dutch. You paying for your own shit, I'm paying for my shit. Yeah. Um, I've heard of that. that. And I think we kind of talked about this before, but I don't know. If, I mean, there's, there, I get the mentality. Yeah, you don't know this person. You don't know if you even going to like her. So, yeah, you kind of wanted some insurance. But I feel like nothing would get a pussy drier <laughs> than saying you got to pay for your own food when we go out tonight. But, but see, so, but see <laughs> you're look, already setting yourself up for failure here. But see, I didn't I didn't took a lot of um, women out on dates. And like I can't even tell you who I took out at that point. Like I didn't pay for dinners and all type of shit. Yeah. And never talked to them again. Like I can't even find them. I, I don't know names or nothing. You know how much money I spent on just on that shit to yeah. get there at dinner and realize I don't really like her, but still got to pay. So to me, I I kind of like the, the the idea from a man's point and from the woman's point. I feel like if they pay for their own shit, they could dip out if they want to. Yeah, because if if a dude paying for their shit, then that dude gonna feel entitled to go to you know uh, the second base at some point because he paid. You got those type of dudes too. True, that feel like they paid. So hey, let's go to my house. I I got dinner, so let's you know, let's go back in my place. You a woman won't have to deal with that if she paid for her own. Well, shit. they already don't. They could just say no. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but that dude gonna feel some type of entitlement. Yeah, that they don't he, care. Yeah, but he still, <laughs> but he still got that entitlement that hey, I just took you to this five star restaurant. Like you got to give me something. Mm. They gonna, they, thought, you, they ain't gonna have that entitlement if a woman pay for her own shit. Yeah, the man will, but the women don't care about that entitlement. They'll just say, "Nigga, I ain't going to your house," and just right. take the free meal and leave. <laughs> That's how women are, man. Like they yeah. don't care. We're, they're I not know, as but, honorable. But a guy, a guy won't feel like so powerful, powerful that he pay for this chick dinner and pay for a movie and pay for this or whatever. Yeah. That um yeah it, it just won't have to um yeah I just I just don't think they won't have as much power. That's true because it's kind of like. If you look at like a dude paying for all the bills, mm-hmm. he gonna have that empowerment. Like, yeah, I'm taking care of the family. But if the girl got her own shit and she really don't need him, he ain't gonna have that power. Yeah, like I that. get what you mean. So I think that's a kind of a good thing for girls where you know if they don't like this dude, they can dip out. They can't really if they don't like the dude to the point where they like, man, I can't. You know, I don't even want to sit here. They can dip out if they want to. If a dude paying for that shit, they really can't dip out like yeah, that. I mean, or if he didn't went and picked her up. They they can if they... Like, I get what you're saying, but I also think you're thinking about it the way we would if we were women. 
Women, some women think if they don't give a fuck, they'll walk out and let a nigga pay for everything and not feel yeah, bad I about mean, it. I mean, you got some guys that don't that 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 don't mind paying for it either. That yeah. it really don't be a big deal. But some girls really be sitting there wasting their time. Like, man, like I don't even want nothing from here. That's like, true. let me get my shit and go. Yeah. Like the conversation not good. He ugly. <laughs> let me pay, let me pay you know let me pay, I pay for my shit let me I gotta go I feel you like if it's a date and this dude treating you you can't just dip get up and dip the, the, the respectful thing to do would not be just get up and dip if he's paying for you yeah but some people don't care about that yeah either. some people don't give a fuck <laughs> I, I get what you're saying but I also think this cause my ex did the same type of thing she wanted to pay when we first started going out and at first, I was like, okay, whatever. But after a while, I'm like, okay, do you even like me? Are, are, we're not doing this as buddy work friends or not. Oh, I just could expose it. I work with this bitch. <laughs> 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 I'm dead. Uh, people going to zoom in and find out who I fucking dated, man. But who cares? <laughs> so, um, I, basically, I would... I want to, when I take a girl out, I want all intentions to be not that I'm trying to fuck this night, even though I wouldn't mind, but this is a date and I'm trying to date you. Maybe. Yeah. So, so, what a, so what about the person that goes on multiple dates? They're in the dating field where, you know, it's not just this one or just this other girl. When if they going on multiple dates throughout the week with different women? Like, you're going to pay for all them dates? <laughs> I mean, if you... Yeah, here's if, the thing. Like, some people is in the dating field where they're, you know, going on dates, trying to meet people for the first time. Yeah. You're going to pay for all them meals? If that's your strategy, you got to be a little smarter about where you date. I think you it's perfectly acceptable it. to go to, like, maybe a I, cafe, maybe go to some other place, like go but to But these some, girls don't want to go to no cafe. Then fuck them. <laughs> Honestly, because, yeah, I, I'm not going to... Because I'm, if you want to just meet somebody for the first time to get to know them, like, when if you don't like that person at dinner? Mm-hmm. You at dinner and you realize this person is a catfish or she ugly That's or true. he ugly. You got to sit there and do all that shit or be an asshole and just... That's, dip out. that's why you date at smarter places, <laughs> a place where you can cancel out if you don't like where it's going. If you go to a cafe, just get a drink, go to a bar, get a drink. You can dip out. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, my boy calling me. Something just came up. You can dip out of that. But you got to pay for his shit. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> Fuck it. At least you got but, out the. But if, if you going on multiple dates, that's a lot of money. You better off getting on a dating website. I guess, but I mean, if you... you and getting would, to know somebody. If you go on, on a whole lot of dates, I would ex- assume you have date money. You know, mm-hmm. if you broke, you probably shouldn't be going on a whole lot of dates. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, so. yeah, I agree, but I'm just talking from my experience of me, you know, trying to get with this person. Yeah. Paying for this date and never talking to him again. Mm-hmm. I wasted a whole bunch of money doing that too. shit. We all have, Yeah, man. it would have been, have. like, right now, if I was in the dating field, like, I would not be taking, I probably would be dating a lot of people anyway. Mm-hmm. But just all the money and time I spent trying to get somebody for only one time. I that's a waste of time. It is, and especially if I if I meet with them and I don't like them. It's like damn, like I'm paying for this shit and yeah. I don't even like you. But and I'm meeting you for the first time. <laughs> honestly, man, and it's unfortunate, but that's just one of them things you got to charge to the game. You know, at least you know now. 
So you ain't got to take the bitch out again. <laughs> yeah, it's even they, worse now. <laughs> Wait. So I want to backtrack real quick. So is it a, it's, so it's offensive when you're trying to like date somebody or as a guy, you're trying to date somebody and they don't want you to pay. Like they never let you pay. Yeah, that's like, weird. Like not pay, like not in the sense of I'm paying for you, but I just mm-hmm. want to pay for my like stop paying. Don't pay. That for is me. weird to me. Really? Because I feel like you we're going out as friends, hmm. and I'm not trying to be a friend. Yeah. I have enough friends. Well, I don't have any friends, but that's by choice. So I don't want you to be a friend. Yeah. So yeah, that is a weird feeling. Plus, it's kind of emasculating, honestly. When the waiter that's- brings a check and then she takes out her card and you take out yours too, you feel like a cheap shit. Yeah. Really? You know, yeah. It's like so, a woman paying all your bills. Yeah, except somebody's <laughs> actually looking at you doing it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a girl paying my bills, but the bill collector can't come and see and she's, my wife. Or, yeah, or if she was the head of the household. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it is a weird feeling for a woman to just pay your shit. And yeah, it's one thing if it's your birthday. Yeah, treat me. I'm cool with that. But on a date. Like, yeah, just let me, if I'm taking you out, that assumes I got money to take you out. Yeah. And I set yeah. that aside. So, yeah, don't don't try to pay for your shit and try yeah, to. She's going to open the door for you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, I had, a, <laughs> no. I had a, I had, I went to the gym sidebar. I went to the fucking gym, and this girl opened the door for me, dog. That's weird. It was yeah. weird. Was she, was she like. Was she, she like would, a young MA? No, I don't. Nah, she looked like a, a regular ass chick. She yeah. wasn't like cute, cute, but she was okay looking. She was a female. I would have talked to her, but dog, she held the door open for me. And I I walked through the bitch. <laughs> First. <laughs> yes. No, nah, I usually but, hit him with the, oh, I got it. I yeah, got it. <laughs> it was super weird, man. Yeah. And then I didn't return the favor. I just held the door open for her, like, as I was walking through. Come on. <laughs> but that was super weird, dog. I felt yeah. super emasculated by that shit. I usually don't care about stuff like that, but that felt super weird. I feel the same way when a girl tries to pay for her own meal when I take yeah. her out, you know. Yeah. Let's hmm. not do that. Maybe it's a defense mechanism. Like, I don't really like you like that, so let me pay for my own food. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. And that's um, and that's why I brung up the whole Dutch thing. Because if you don't like somebody like that, you let me pay for my shit. Like, I don't need you hounding me yeah. talk about some yeah. You done paid all these dinners for me and all this other stuff. We just cool. Yeah. But not all women think like that. Uh, some will pay. Like, my ex was like that. She liked me, but she just naturally wanted she to take care nice of herself. Person. Yeah, she wanted to take care of herself. She didn't want to use up all my money. Yeah. She knew I didn't have a whole lot that time. So she was just being nice, but I didn't know. I felt like she was just doing that to make sure we knew we were friends. And I'm like, yeah. nah. Nah, that's a genuine nice so, girl. Yeah, because any other nice. girl would have been like, Psh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You trying to make me emotional now or something, nah, man? Nah. But it ain't gonna work. Uh, I'm yeah, over it, baby. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. over it, bro. You ain't gonna I'm get me, it. man. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. So I get what you're saying, Figgy. But personally, I don't know if I do it. Just like I said, it makes me feel weird having it. It sucks having to split a check. Period, man. So I don't know if I do that. It's I get the intention. You want to save money. It's a tough economy out here. You taking yeah. girls out. Just don't take them to anything and, and fancy. Pl- and then I don't want to get dope, too, man. Like, yeah, I feel too. like I've been played a bunch of times early on. No, we all I have, I can't man. even imagine how it is now. We all have, I don't want to be... I don't, I don't want my name to be on the phone as food. Yep. The scammer culture yeah, is in full like, force now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, at a, I'm at a point where, you know, if... You know, if you like me, 
let me know now. Yeah. If not, if you want to just be cool, like let me know so I don't be wasting my time. I agree. Like I ain't I ain't trying to waste no time paying for friends. Mm-hmm. I agree, man. <laughs> I agree. Um, there was one more thing I kind of had in here, but I don't feel like talking about it. We've had this discussion before the whole thing about height and all this shit. So fuck, <laughs> we'll say that for a fucking. A rainy day or something. We have a guest. Yeah, yeah, that'll Get work. Get their opinion. Um. So, other topics that happened this week. Uh, DMX is back. He signed with Def Jam, his original label. He's making a little bit of a comeback. I've seen him on social media. You did a GQ. Yeah. Yeah. Looking like like Blade. Yeah. (laughs) He's on a rebrand tour right now. So how do you feel about the uh, DMX rebrand right now? I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. It's good to see um, legends like that, you know, getting a rebrand and, you know, still doing their thing. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited, but I don't know how the music going to sound. We'll see. But, you know, it's good. Somebody like that, I think he should have been been way bigger than what he is. He he should have still been around, yeah. like, relevant. He was, he was that good. I think it was personal issues. Yeah. yeah for it, sure. And it was tough seeing those cracked out videos with DMX. It was yeah. tough seeing that type of stuff, so. Yeah, and that's the other reason why I'm so happy for him. I'm, I'm happy getting his life together, getting everything, you know, straightened out. So that that's a good that's a good thing. It was a little weird that he did sign a record deal. Yeah, because you don't see a lot of people signing record deals, especially um, people like him. But yeah, I, I guess that's what he know. I mean, but I mean, Mystical did the same thing too when it came out of prison. I mean, yeah, I think there is. Yeah, he's trying, trying with to cash back. money. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think that's. A, I thought that was a little weird. It was weird. Bust around signing with Cash Money. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah, me too. Me too. I hope this deal, this works well for him and he uh, makes some good music again soon, man. But we'll see. I like that verse on um on that um was it that Rick Ross song? I think we talked about. We might have talked about it. Rick from Ross. The, um, the Godfather. Yeah, the, the Godfather. Um, I want to say uh, the Godfather of Harlem song with Swiss Beats. I gotta hear that again. I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it came out like a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't even hear. It. I gotta check that. Yeah, people remember people saying, um, he, was he throwing um, jabs at Rick Ross? Oh yeah, on the same yeah, song as Rick yeah, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah, yeah. took that and ran with it. Yeah, I forgot all about that, man. I gotta yeah, check that out. He sound good in it. Yeah, he spent some real shit. I'll check it. Um, other things that happened real quick. Oh, Eddie Murphy. We talked about him coming back. On the comedy tour scene. He's going to have a new Netflix special fairly soon. And he had an interview. Um, I want to say what I want to say New York Times, maybe some magazine outlet. I can't even see what it was. But basically, he admitted that um, the stand up special Raw, where he's ha- ha- the whole thing opened with like some gay bashing. If you haven't seen that special, <laughs> it's kind of crazy looking at it today. Yeah. Because that shit would got him canceled immediately. He couldn't even do that. He said faggot a whole bunch of times in that opening monologue. <laughs> and yeah. So he kind of, and I knew this was coming because I knew somebody was going to press Bring Eddie Murphy w- yeah. about that old shit because you can still see it. I think it's still on Netflix. Mm. So he basically said that, you know, he was a, a young guy processing a, bro- a broken heart. He was an asshole 
and he said a lot of the stuff in that stand-up special makes him cringe now. Did they ask him uh, about that, or did he just bring it up? I don't know exactly how the interview went with that, but it that the, that was the quote that came up. So he basically just admitted that he was just kind of full of himself and kind of a dick, but he said he regretted it, and some people are actually mad that he apologized. Yeah. I guess the anti-PC police are mm-hmm. upset that he's taking back stuff that, you know, nobody complained about until fairly, you know, in these times. People probably did com- complain about it back then, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So do y'all think he was right to go back and admit he was wrong for saying these things? Or do you think he should just let it stand and ignore it? I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you're supposed to grow as a person and be able to recognize things that you may not have necessarily agree with in your present day. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. That's fair. Yeah, I think um, if that person asked him about it, then that that was his only answer. He couldn't yeah. give another. An- he couldn't say no. I don't. You know, I don't take nothing back from that. He can't That's say true. that, of course. But for him to just bring it up, I I don't want to say it was weak, but to me, it's stand up. It, it's stand up. Like stand up is supposed to make people laugh. Like all the um, cringy stuff people saying stand up. That's supposed to get the ooh and ah ha ha, all yeah. that stuff. So I just, I don't know. It's just weird, man. I feel like we might as well go back in time to movies and all type of other stand, stand-ups and apologize for what was said in it. It's, I, I don't know. It's not like he's sitting there giving an interview and giving his real opinion on something. It's a stand-up. Yeah, I mean... The go-back 20... Well, how, how? I mean, it wasn't even 20 30 years, years ago. 30 yeah. years ago? Unless that dude... Unless the person asked him about that, you know, how do you feel about that now? Yeah. Then, yeah, that was the right answer. But if he felt like that was on his heart <laughs> to come out and just say that because he got Netflix um, stand-up coming up pretty soon and he don't want to get canceled. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's like, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of hate stuff like that. I, I agree. Um, I, I But I knew this was coming. I knew he had to say something about that because somebody was going to press him about it. Mm-hmm. And he had to at least have his moment of, you know, self-reflection and just saying publicly, yeah, I'm not about that anymore. You know, there, there's been rumors about Eddie Murphy himself. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why he put that stuff in there because some of the most anti-gay people are the people who are down low gay. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's gay. I'm just saying there's rumors yeah. about certain things. So, I mean, I, I I don't like people basically, like you said, Figgy, going back and apologizing for every single thing they did. But at the same time, I kind of feel like if a, I try to think about it fairly, you know, like what if a white comedian back in the day when it was okay to be racist wore blackface and made fun of black people. And then he came out, he had a new Netflix special coming out, and he just said, you know what, I was wrong about what I did back then. Would I still say, you know, you shouldn't apologize for that shit? Or would I say, you know, nah, fuck that, you had to apologize for that. So I try to think about it fairly from the perspective of somebody who was actually in that community and who would care about something like that. So I don't know, man. I don't like people going back and apologizing for everything, but the the stuff he said in that bit was kind of harsh. Honestly, and I'm a guy who likes that kind of comedy, but it was still looking yeah. back. It was kind of harsh, man. So I get why he had to do it. And I just hope the new stand up still funny. That's the whole thing. 
Yeah, it's just always weird how people. Um, I feel like comedians is the number one people um, that other people pick on. Yeah, it's it's like they sitting there giving a real speech, and then people say, "Oh, he said this." Like it's a it's 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 a sketch. I mean, I ain't not sketch, but it's comedy. They getting up there, like they probably don't believe half the shit they saying up there. I, I would disagree, All honestly, them, man. Most of them stories they probably just made up to be funny. I think there's definitely, like, some people, it depends on the comedian. Some people get up there and just play a completely different character from what they actually are. Mm. Yeah. But some people actually get up there and say what they believe is just they're funny people and it comes out funny. Dave Chappelle, I think he said what was on his heart in Sticks and Stones. You know, he dolled it up and made it funny for everybody, but he did not believe that stuff. Yeah. Same thing with Chris Rock. He believes what he says. He's just a funny guy. And he makes it funny because he understands their jokes. Yeah. But they can be true and be jokes too, or how you feel and be jokes too. So I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just, people are too sensitive now. Yeah, it's, it's entertainment. It's, it's comedy because, like, can we do that? Can we do the same thing with like movies? They're acting, right? So if they sitting there saying nigger and all type of crazy slurs, yeah, like should different. we hold? But should should we hold them accountable? That's different. Movies are different. Movies are written and directed by different people, and the actor is just playing the part. Whereas when you're a comedian, you're theoretically writing your own stuff. You have complete control about what so comes out we, your mouth. So should we go to the directors then? Yes. Be, it, like, don't, I think don't nobody Tar say I think Quentin Tarantino's low key racist. That's what I'm saying. Don't nobody done. say nothing about all these crazy movies, but they pick on the comedians over like little bits or mm. sh stand up shit. Th their goal is to get on stage and make people laugh. That's true. Yeah. So every like I don't take everything people say on stage as the gospel. Yeah. Like everything Kevin Hart said. Do you believe that shit? <laughs> All this shit he talked about with his uncles and family, everything word for word. You think all that shit is is true, or did he spice it up it, to I make people it, laugh? It comes from a place of truth. It's inspired. It's inspired. But, but he does do you think make everything, it funny. Yeah, that's what, that's that's his goal. Yeah. So shit, like I don't know. I just don't get it, man. I think, I think people. It'd are, be one thing if it was some type of hidden audio where they speak in their mind on yeah. something, but they they got to get up there and make people laugh. If you don't make people laugh, you're a shitty <laughs> comedian. Exactly. And to your point, because I do agree with you, uh, I think people got fake mad about a lot of this shit. I think people were fake mad about Dave Chappelle. Because nobody cares now. Yeah. yeah. What was it to be mad about? That's the other part. Because yes. you mentioned that earlier, you know, saying he's saying this truth. I'm like, what did he offend? I, mean, I agree. <laughs> what was offensive? I, he worded he's, it in a way that it didn't. He wasn't saying he, fuck any of these people. Yeah, he he gave perfect examples. He mentioned how you know how people you know want to be labeled as a certain gender, mm -hmm. even though they weren't born that way. And then he said, "That's like the me. Chinese thing." Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what was? offensive about that he yeah. he kind of showing the other side exactly how, how we really sound when we're ups, upset about something so i mean i just i just think it's comedy <laughs> so i don't understand I why people, people need to they only need to listen to it with the intent to be hurt it, it's only mm -hmm. comedy you know? yeah. 
And I think with Dave Chappelle, he was an easy target because he was so famous. Mm-hmm. Bill yeah. Burr is another com- uh, controversial comedian. He put out a Netflix special few weeks ago and nobody said shit about it. It was I way heard. worse mm. than what Dave Chappelle I heard put it's out. pretty funny. He was saying, it, he's a funny guy. It is funny. But it, it was apparently way worse. He was saying like, <laughs> fuck feminism, fuck all this shit. Nobody said a word. But everybody picked on Dave Chappelle because he was a bigger name and that got more clicks and retweets. Yeah. So people just fake nap for attention anyway. I don't give a fuck about them. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that just, I don't know. That just drives me crazy. I, I feel more offended when like a white person try to make a normal black movie. Like when they try to, you know, make a stereotypical black movie on how black people are type of thing. Uh, I kind of get offended at that. Like, if you see, I don't know, man. Like, if a white person made a slave movie, yeah, to me, to me, I, I I get a little more offended with that. So, was the color purple offensive? Um, to me, I, I mean, I don't understand why they're making it. Like, I get it. You you know, you want to be educated and all that stuff, but I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. I, I, I never find no type of movies good to watch. I'm yeah. not rushing to go watch those movies. Yeah, I'm tired of slave movies too. Yeah. <laughs> Stop that shit. Like, why? I mean, what's the purpose of making it? Yeah. And all these white people making the money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. For a story we should have, you know, we should all be educated on you gotta anyway. Remind, you got to remind them, man. That's what my mom says. So people forget. Nobody's ever going to forget slavery. I don't care what, if we never talk about it ever again, people will never forget about that shit, man. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, is there anything else we missed? Anything else we should touch on this week? It's been kind of slow on the news front. We got mainly more music shit to talk about this week. Anything else y'all seen? Anything else we're missing? I know we're going to end this fucking podcast and then immediately... Something's going to happen. Like it always I've been trying to look and see if Kanye snuck his album nah, out. Nah, he didn't. I've been double checking too. Nah, <laughs> it's not out. Not out till Sunday. So sorry, everybody who's going to hear this and the album's already out and wondering why we're not talking about it because he took too long to release a fucking album and we got lives too. So next week we will do a full breakdown of the new Kanye West album and let y'all know how we feel about that. Tad tweeted and said it might be, tr- it's probably going to be trash anyway. I don't know, man. Uh. I don't know. I, that's the thing. We just don't know, man. Yeah, you, With Kanye, who the fuck knows what we're gonna get? And that's the hmm. that's the great thing about Kanye, though. Like he's not that rapper that you know what you're gonna get from him. Yeah, you have no idea what type of shit he bringing. We ain't know what Ye was gonna be about. Yes, we ain't know what Life of Pablo was gonna be about. We didn't even know the name up until the release. Remember, exactly. he had the letters. And yes, he, I get. I forgot what, what what the prize was. Whoever guessed it right. You remember that? What for Jesus? No, for uh the life of Pablo. Oh. Remember wow. he just had the uh T L O P. Yeah. Oh, and okay. people was trying to guess it. I I don't know if they won like a uh, pair of Yeezys or something. Oh, okay. But um yeah, like we had no idea what his albums was gonna yeah, sound like. There was no promo on this. Especially one too, if he so. didn't drop no single or nothing. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what we're going to get, man? It could be trash, and it very likely might be, but who knows? It might be a true classic like this doctor said who listened to it and said Kanye's back. So we will let y'all know. We will break that down full, back, front, everything in between, and let y'all know how we feel about that album next week. (laughs) But 
I think that about does it for our podcast this week, fellas. So appreciate. Oh, by the way, special shout out because I know this man listens to the podcast sometimes. Paul Gallant got a new gig in Seattle. Um, You know, I produced his show for a while here and he worked with us for a long time. Um, Mixed feelings. I'm really happy for him. And I knew he would thrive probably in an out of market town. But I I am sad to see him go, man. You know, we we had love for him here. Yeah. And we're definitely going to miss him. I'm going to miss him a whole lot, man. Yeah. So uh, glad for him. Shout out to Paul Gallant. Check him out on Twitter. Y'all know where he is because half of y'all follow us from 610 anyway. So (laughs) yeah, give give him a shout out. Tell him congrats because he really worked hard for that shit. He, He deserves it. So yeah, happy for him. Happy for everything that's going on there. And of course, shout out to everybody who fucks with the podcast, man. Everybody who who put some love and retweets. Um, our last podcast did some good numbers, man. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna ha- try to have some uh, some more guests in the future, some more guest hosts and guests. Everybody. Yeah. So uh, we'll work on that for y'all. And yeah, I believe that about does it. Hmm. So. <laughs> Oh, was there something else? I was somewhat. Yeah. You got some breaking go news. Go I was, no, I can't find the. I can't find receipts. So I'm not, I don't want to report on something. Just I don't know. Just say it. It's the end of the podcast. Nobody. It's not. Y'all don't care anyway. enough. It's a OT Genesis. I think him and uh, the. I don't know what their names are. Mazika. That's not her name. The twins from ATL that okay. hang out with the Kardashians. I think that um, they're pregnant. Okay. Whichever one he's Genesis? dating. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know if they're still. I'm trying to figure out are they still dating because she's pregnant, but I don't know what's going to happen. OT Genesis really came and went. He's a funny by the dude. He's hilarious. He is hilarious. He's yeah. a funny dude. Yeah. Yeah. That man came and went, though. Yeah, this one song. Yeah. That's all he needed. <laughs> yeah, I um, He had two songs, actually. I look like Bay. Yeah. That song's good. He had two songs, but one really big one. So, okay, okay. What interesting. Was the, uh, the Coco song, right? Yeah, Coco, okay. and he had another one, too. Oh, uh, Cut It. Yes, Cut it. yes, yes. I yeah. like that song, too. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm checking to make sure we didn't miss any breaking news. And, yeah, we ain't got shit, so fuck it. We done. We gonna wrap this podcast up. So, for my boy, Figgy Fig, at the Figgy Fig on all social media platforms. And for my girl, the lovely Jasmine, at Chitty Chitty Bass, make sure to see her at World Fest 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo on November 9th. She'll be in the front row, probably damn near passed out, but having a great time regardless. <laughs> and I am at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter, social media, all that bullshit. And we are the Gems and Juice podcast, and we are out.